We're back! We're back, boys! <laughs> we made it! After a long hiatus, we freaking finally made it! We are back to you! This is the 99, this is freaking Patrick Mowlet, this is Justin Rodriguez, that's I'm Arresta Salazar, that's that's and that's the intro that you guys wanted! Specifically emotional, I will say I will not make everything emotional, I will not hype it up and talk not loud, but hey! We you, need you to already, do it. I, you already busted everyone's eardrums. Right I don't now. care. <laughs> Is that the intro? Are we keeping that? Yeah, we can keep that. Oh, so guys, welcome. Delayed. Um, oh my god. Delayed uh, headphone <laughs> warning. So, so guys, uh, welcome now. back to the 99, uh, where we're focused on bringing a better competitive commander. And today we have an excellent topic for you. I think this is one that covers a lot of bases. It's cards you should own, as well as are they worth their cost? Because a lot of competitive CDHs really barricaded behind a paywall in most instances, especially when it comes to some of that fast mana artifact. And we're going to talk about all the cards we believe in, in Wooburg and Artifact, so no multicolored cards today, but Wooburg and Artifact, no lands either, that we believe you should have in your list and whether now is a good time to buy or whether you should wait. Um, I think that pretty much premises this video yeah. for us. Mm -hmm. And we've <laughs> discussed a lot of cards here today. Oh. We did leave Ooh. out certain cards that you will see in pretty much every commander deck, things like Swords of Plowshare, stuff like that. Because those are cards that are frequently reprinted, yeah. and they don't need to be mentioned. Like Birds of Paradise also. Like yeah, stuff. yeah, but if the price is, you know, five and under, it's low enough, you know, it's not necessarily something we need to hit on. Uh, you're likely playing it already, or you should own a copy. Mm -hmm. But to start this video off, I do want to mention our sponsors. So every card we mentioned, Imperial Seal, Mox Diamond, buy it in the link down below. TCG has sponsored us to not only talk about their lovely store, but help us out here on the channel. So if you want to help us directly, you can do so by buying cards through the link. In the description, we make a small percentage of all of that, but we'll be talking about some cards today you should definitely buy, and some you should definitely avoid. Time twister. So please use the link. Mm. <laughs> Help foment our beer addiction. Yes, that and you know. Oh yeah. These, oh, laptops, actually, don't, these laptops don't pay for themselves. We haven't had Brew Wars in a while. Yeah. And you know, buddy, we'll start off with that. He was mentioning a hiatus. Sorry about that, gang. If you haven't uh, been on the Discord or you're not a fan of the Discord, uh, by the way, links to all of that stuff down below uh, in Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. But uh, my laptop got really messed up when I was setting up for a live stream. He had it in a bag of rice. A bag of rice. Yeah. Like, not even. Like, he saran wrapped, like, a gallon of rice. But that's all. You, you but it got it. Working again. <laughs> it was like, it was I got that laptop working again, but I realized that maybe it was a sign that I needed a better editing rig, so I wound up buying this new laptop. But Is it better? It's a lot better. It's okay. a lot better. It still has some of the same issues, though. I need to talk to Apple's creative team. There's a lot of issues with Final Cut Pro. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it has these issues where it'll stop playback. Maybe you have the same issue. Talk to me in the comment section down below. But guys, let's jump Or into use Windows. Or use Windows. Did you? You, you said it. I have a desktop. Yeah. yeah. I have a okay. Windows, too. It's nice. Um, so, guys, to start us off, let's discuss cards in white that we feel are essentials to your game. Cards you should be using. There's only four of them that we're going to discuss today. But they've had fluctuating prices and or have rise in price any one of these cards. So, the first one we're going to talk about is Angel's Grace. So Underused. It, it fluctuates around $6, and every uh, statistic that uh, metric rather that we're using today is going to be gathered from MTG stocks, so I'll leave a link in the description for that as well. If you like to do uh, financial research, it's what we all use. Yep. It's a good way to track whether the card has been that value on average and whether you should pick it up now or later. It's how to, sort of how we're making our assessments, but uh, Angel's Grace, to me, is sort of a core card you need in white, and it it's color-spanning. I would use this in other lists, especially with how the meta is leaning now, especially towards uh, Thassa in particular, but 
if someone's on their win or or can enact a win right now, Angel's Grace just says no. If you don't know what it does, it should be on the screen. I'll pop it up for you guys. But it's one of those cards that I think deserves more play Definitely. and is certainly yeah. worth $6. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was mainly only used with Ad Nauseam for a long time. Exactly. Just so you could draw the deck, didn't matter. But now, because of Thassa's Oracle, Angel's Grace has an additional use to stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Or anyone that's ready to combo off. Like, I love doing mm -hmm. that. Or even if their combo requires them to take out multiple players at a time, you can just wait till, you know, like, whatever mm -hmm. that win condition is, like, he knocks out that player and he's going for you, then you're Angel's Grace. Mm -hmm. um, I've stopped a Thassa win with Angel's Grace not too long ago. It felt it was amazing. beautiful. I, I yeah. was witness, and... Yeah, it was so great. He's like, he's oh. like, okay, uh, Thassa's Oracle Demonic Consultation. I'm like, what are you naming with Demonic Consultation? He's like, uh, Forest. I'm like, okay, the results. The bleed in the stack, Angel's Grace. That, yeah, <laughs> so have good. Have fun. Enjoy your turn. Good game. <laughs> um, but it's a solid card, and that was in my uh, Teshar list. I'm using it in Teshar now. I should have always had it in that list, honestly. Yeah. It's a fantastic card, and it's valuable outside of it. So it's $6, would you pick this up now? Like, I think Easily. it's seen increased use to play, and it should be. I think it's a good card. I, think I bought mine for like 10 So if really? the average is 6 right now, yeah. From uh, So uh, we're noting MTG Stocks as well as Card Kingdom and TCG Player. They're sort of the largest mm -hmm. uh, card resources for folks, but you can go to Channel Fireball or Star City Games, whatever you uh, prefer. But I think when I bought mine, it was around like 10 or 11 bucks. And the foils are a little bit above that. And these are all yeah. non-foil, by the it's way, too. Um, I would say six is a good price right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, didn't it go? Uh, I think it spiked because modern there was a deck called Amnos. Guess <laughs> you can guess what the deck does. It how, just, does it, how does it win though? That's what I want to know. It killed you with the lightning storm that you can discard lands, so you deal three extra damage and oh, like, okay. something like twenty-seven damage. That's cool. Yeah. That's enough. That's enough. One v one. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah I like Angel's Grace. Angel's Grace. And, and they play like four pack negation main deck, so it's, it was insane. Ugh. By the way, these cards are specific to uh, CDH in particular. So obviously, if we don't name certain things in other formats, there's that reason. Mm -hmm. uh, but another card we feel is essential in CDH, it's a good excuse to be in white, is Linvala, Keeper of Silence. Mm -hmm. And if you yeah. don't remember what she does, she should be on the screen now. But it's an asymmetrical effect that stops creatures from activating. It fluctuates around $20. I have two copies right now. I was lucky I was gifted one, I bought one. I read around $20. Mm -hmm. Totally worth it. Yeah, I got mm. I got a, the same two copies. I actually had one in Spanish and I wanted one in English, so I just said, okay, fine, I'll pull the trigger. And it's, it's a good card. Like it does everything. What is a hit that's relevant besides dwarfs? Tell me. Okay, Thrasios. Thrasios. Yeah. Yeah. Razaketh, if anyone's on that Razaketh, but who's playing Razaketh anyway? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a good card. Yeah. I don't think it yeah. goes into you can, you every can the Hulk deck pile. at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm mainly a white deck it goes into. Like, do you splash? Like, do you put this in splash list? I like, play in Agila. Don't you use you it? Yeah. Agila? Yeah, dude, she's amazing, Agila. Yeah. Like, you do Nature's Will, smack with Limbala, let's go. Okay. I mean, that's pretty cool. It's good. I think it's underused. I do. It's also really... First totem effects in general. But the thing is, in Najila, it's the best card in Mirror. By a mile. It's not uh, even close. Okay. In the Mirror, it's amazing. And Najila is very good for this meta. Yeah. Nah, not really. Because, you don't think so? No, because right now the meta is super creature heavy. And creature heavy is, is bad for Najila. You think it's creature heavy? Why do you think I play in Reconnaissance? I mm -hmm. think it's creature light. Mm -hmm. That's because our meta is kind of like a wacky. It's so. exceedingly more creature heavy. And it's really good for its base functionality of stopping dorks in a lot of instances mm -hmm. you know a lot of ramp lists rely on dorks and you just say no to that it's great because most of the effects that commonly say uh, creatures can't activate 
uh, don't refer to mana abilities. So Linval is one of those one cards that breaks that rule, along with uh, Cursed Totem, which we'll be talking about later. And Nul Roll, so that's the same thing. Yeah, for artifacts. Yep. Uh, the next card we want to talk about is Silence. So it went from $2 to $6 on average. Worth it. Is it yeah. still worth it? Yes. yes. Oh yeah, my dude, god, this is yes. price correction. This, yes. is, this is a card that you should slam. Anytime you have white in the list, just put Silence in. Yep. It just, it's incredible. It's it is one of those four cards, like even outside of a mono white list, obviously, it, it's in a five color list. It allows you to one, uh, enact your own combo, or two, stop someone mid combo, depending on what their combo is. Or just stop their turn. Upkeep silence, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have fun. Do bear in mind, it's not like Grand Abolisher in the sense that they can still activate artifacts and such, they just can't cast spells, but it's still an instant one white mana stop so you from casting spells. So good. Spell. I've been stopped multiple times. Go see Thicker Nara Mana Silence. I'm like, oh, well, you know? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> let's look for that land. I've been in mana, but I'm just going to have to pass the turn now. Yeah. Uh, what was that land that helps you win the Sun Scorched Desert? Yeah. yeah. So unless you have Sun Scorched Desert, it's a bad time. Yeah, it's a bad time. Um, the last card we want to mention in white is Smothering Tithe. I don't actually use it in any list. However, it is one of those cards that sees a lot of play. It fluctuates around $8 right now. Yeah. I think it it was more or less that when it came out. It was probably less when yeah, it, it was, initially I think released. It was like it was four like or five dollars. Two, two bucks. Two bucks? Like, yeah. Whoa. Super cheap. Foils were probably like five bucks or yeah. something. Yeah. Maybe because 10, people but... didn't know how good it was uh, when yeah. it came out. And then people started playing it. And it turned out it's a Was this Modern Horizons or M20? I'm no, sorry. this From is either. this is um, Ravnica. That's right. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. to give it a rabbit. Um, I yeah, brought, and, that, I and that's a red. One. That's why it's also cheap. I pre-ordered one because I thought to myself I would definitely need one in the future. I mm -hmm. actually don't use it in any list currently. That's not to say it's bad. It's just I haven't found a use for it. Is it fine around eight dollars for its effect? Sure. Yeah. I think it's one of those cards in Commander though that is largely irrelevant when it's cast. If it's cast early game, it's very good, but mid to late game- good with wheels, obviously, but- With, with wheels, so like an Opus okay Thief car. type list yeah. would be very good with this, if yeah. even necessary. I don't know if it's gonna go up at this point. I don't see foresee it doing that. Yeah. I think eight's fine, average four. I think it's worth the price. Probably a good time we should, now. We should wait yeah. a bit more. Like, obviously, you should, if you don't have one, you should get one now because it's like six bucks. It's super cheap for, mm -hmm. a, for a good card. But once uh, Ravnica is stopped being printed, I think it's gonna be slowly, very slowly going up in price. It will go up slowly until it gets reprinted again in Commander, uh, in any Commander thing. Because it's a yeah. Commander card. It's not really like a one v one. You don't play that in a one v one. And as he was saying, uh, if you play, if you play early, it's an amazing card because no one, nobody pays the two mana for the thing. But late game when you have, I don't know, fifteen mana open, you don't care. Like oh, gonna draw a card, you pay the two. Yeah, sure, whatever. Don't take the thing. Yeah. But. Here's the thing, as long as you manage to at least go even in mana, mm -hmm. it did its work. Because you say, I, it if you make you, four artifacts, yeah, it gives you filtering also. Yeah. Sometimes you're stuck on mana and you just oh, I need one color. Crack a crack a yeah. treasure and just play what you want. To it's play. got a very high ceiling and a very moderate floor. Like yeah. I think it's a good card. I do. I don't think every deck needs to run it, but I think for the price of six dollars, like it's you could slam that into a lot of and decks and it'll give you a lot of value. Mind you, the averages we're getting are uh, roughly for the near mint versions of these cards. You can of course find these a little bit cheaper uh, than that value, especially some of the more high end cards if they're damaged or moderately played. Uh, but that's it for white. Mm -hmm. I think that covers all the bases. Again, there's more common cards that reoccur in white, but uh, they have more common printings. Mm -hmm. uh, for blue, the one we want to start with is Back to Basics. So Just it was around, so it's around $100. 10 to 12 now, but it spikes at over $100 back yeah. in 2018. It obviously saw a reprint I think recently. 2019, actually. 
last year. I think I, it was a hundred bucks. No, I think it was twenty. No, dude, I should have sold that. I think it was yeah. end of twenty eighteen because that was the day of four color sec pile, mm. sec pile, sorry, in Legacy and back to basis was back breaking to that deck. It destroyed the deck. Back basis is so good. It's really. I good. love it. It's, it's like good. one of my favorite cards in RMA because I get to just prey on all these five color lists. Like it's it's so good to run. And what what's the price now? Back to basics is again, again around ten to twelve dollars on the average. Yeah. yeah. Right because of that recent reprint and it's another one of those effects that's similar to blood moon and not quite the same obviously but back to basics makes it so your non-basic lands can yep. untap during and, your untap and step. again it's also because of legacy before you play a lot of um, duels nowadays with astrolabe you mm -hmm. can play a lot of basics and you can actually yourself play back to basics, so there's no really no point in that, in that card right mm -hmm. now. It's not but really it's, that good. It's pretty. It's pretty vicious card. It's it's, really, it's yeah. rough. Uh, Ten to twelve, I think it's certainly fair for a stacks effect of this <laughs> unique effect, yes. especially mm -hmm. in so worth a meta when you think of CDH. Not that many people run basics. Not that many lists run basics. Mm -hmm. It's almost all duels. It so kind of forces you know, players to run basics. It, and, it, it yeah. does force players to run basics yeah. in a lot of scenarios. You know what card's good? I guess this smaller impact. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yes. See? Mm -hmm. Um, But back to basics at 10 to 12, you think that's fair? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I think that's a great pickup. I, I, I hope it doesn't spike to 100. I think again. it should. No, no, no. no, 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 no. It got reprinted as a rare, so I don't think so. But I think this card should be 20 bucks. Really? 20 so you bucks. Think it's undervalued. Like, yeah, I think it's, it's undervalued. Same price as Blood Moon. Yeah. They should be. They should, actually, Blood Moon should be a bit more expensive. Blood Moon has a lot of printings compared to this. Yeah, it has like five, six printings. Is Blood Moon non basics or all lands? Non basics. Non basic lands. But the difference is that Blood Moon stops people from playing. Back to basic, you cannot play a land and do something with that land. You can just like start making land drops, destroy back to basics, and then just untap with everything. There's pros and cons to both. I mean, depending on what your deck's colors are, maybe you can get by with red, like you do in Joyra. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. interesting. That's interesting. This card has such a high ceiling for $10. Like, it's insane. I shut down entire decks. Entire decks cannot play because of this one card. It's so good. I agree. Yes. It could, it yeah. could be more money, and it certainly should be purchased now if you don't own a copy. And there's really great art. Both the arts are fantastic, so take mm -hmm. your pick there. The next card we want to talk about is Copy Artifact. This is an interesting one. So it fluctuates around uh, $25. Mm -hmm. How many printings of this are there? Just the one? No, no, I think it has two no. or three, but but Beta it's reserved. Unlimited. And it's reserved. It's reserved. List. It's reserved. I just checked it. It's reserved. List. So, so if you don't have one, twenty-five. You should get one. You think around twenty-five is fair for copy artifact? It's been slightly I think it's a increasing. Bit expensive. I think it's been slightly increasing, and I think it's a very good card because even if you just get Soul Ring, which everyone's running, Mana Crypt, for one and a blue, it's fantastic. Yeah. To just yeah, if you're true. behind, I love it because I'm like I have to keep up in a mono list. And I see you playing like a rock to get ahead. I'm like, okay, well, I, I at least can match that. And you can bounce it and recast it to get new effects pending the board state. You yep. copy Isochron Scepter. You can do some fun things with yeah, it. Yeah, there's plenty yeah. of value in, in copy Double artifact. up on your stacks. Uh, so the real question is, because it's sort of essential for blue list. I don't know how many lists outside of uh, maybe mono blue would actually use it. Dual I would color? I say like it's essential for blue decks, but it's really good to have. Okay. Do you so, play a Ninjilla? No. No. Okay. Why? Exactly. I play Dorks. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you don't yeah. need it. What would you rather put your money towards than something like Back to Basics or Copy Artifact? Copy Artifact. Depends on the deck. And you think I it's mean... fair o over 20? Uh, I think it's overpriced. You for think 20, it's overpriced? I think it's overpriced for 25 bucks. Really? I think yeah. it's price corrected at 25 I think I think it should be something like 15 bucks. Mm. Because as, as you say, the ceiling is super high, yeah. but, but the floor is super low. It's, it could be a dead card. I, don't, I think in CDH, the floor is... You're freaking solving like everyone plays these things. 
It's That's always true. got a target. That's I, true. I, I, I'm never holding that in my hand, being it's like, not oh, it's what not can good I cast? It's not when that target's like Mox Diamond or something. Or That's Chrome the thing. Yeah. Because like, if you do like Chrome Mox or Mox Diamond, which someone will play your, someone will play your fast mana. You can take that. Take yeah, a it's called, it's, called take a, it's called Couple of Flowers. Kill the Lotus if anyone plays that. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Copia. <laughs> Smaller than Threat Treasures. So we can agree that it's a worthwhile card, but maybe not at 25. If you can find it in the low end, or maybe yeah. get like a damaged copy or something, uh, try to scoop it up under twenty. I think is the general goal here. Yeah. It's a good card. The next card I, that I, I certainly I think agree. this is certainly worth twenty bucks to me, but uh, Cyclonic Rift. So we all know this card. Yeah. Um, it's averaging around twenty-two dollars, but it's currently on the rise in in price, uh, with good reason. It sees use in casual and competitive play. It's pretty much in everyone's list if they're running blue. It's one of those core cards. Right. Uh, this is a card that sees play in mono and multi. $22 average, totally worth it. Worth the effect, but I would not buy this card because I think it's just gushing for a reprint. Yep. Like, you think it's gonna get reprinted? It's, oh, it's yeah. super popular. I do. This card is super popular. I do. It's either gonna get banned or reprinted. Like it's 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 always raising red flags. It's always people are complaining too. about uh, Cyclone Rift everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you complain a lot about Cyclone Rift. But wow, is that effect worth it? When, but I'm, when I'm playing, uh, when I'm playing but, like a stacks heavy list, it's one, it's one of the only things that can hamper my plan. And I know it's in everyone's list, so it's it's a little obnoxious. So you, you, you basically you see it. It's a race against time. And the value, yeah, the effect itself is so valuable. It's fantastic. And the it's fact true. that it's modal, I, I say modal, but you the can thing overload is, it. But... You, you can also telegraph it. You need to telegraph it because it's seven mana. It's a lot. But if, you know what's funny? If you're like... always playing stuff, you have a, a, a handful of grip, and you say with go with seven mana I'm open, you know what's going to happen. You just... You can feel yes it. Yes or no. I mean, like, that the blue player is usually going to have that much mana up anyways. Like, yeah. I'm used to seeing the blue player pass, but they're usually playing tempo. They're not playing on turn. So I'm accustomed to seeing a lot of mana in their, in their mana pool. It depends on the, on the yeah. list. If there's seven, list, then yeah. you should just expect it. Mm -hmm. But that shouldn't stop you from making plays. It's a tricky, it's a really slippery slope because it's one of 99 cards. Mm -hmm. You have to know that what you're doing, the board state you're presenting is... Not too much. Is, yeah, is... Not too much, or it's damning enough that they would cast it. So I don't know. It's 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 a, something you don't want to have to play around, but it is a it's, prevailing threat. It's got a high floor and it, it, incredibly high ceiling. It busts through games. the roof. It yeah. wins games. It does. You that, get, that's like, a win the game yeah. card yeah. if yeah. you play it at the right time. We saw it reprinted. Yeah. Are you saying hold for a reprint? I would hold for yeah. a reprint. I don't think it's worth the. I mean. Is the effect worth twenty dollars? Yes. Totally. Should you buy this now? I don't think this so. This is the year of Commander. So if that's true, if that holds true for twenty twenty, as yeah. this is being it'll filmed, it it'll definitely get reprinted. I definitely foresee that. Maybe you pick some one new art. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If yeah, you can yeah, get, yeah. You can get one like yes. fifteen and under, maybe scoop it up. I think if it what did receive a reprint, it wouldn't even dive that low because the card is really that valuable. I think if you get a reprint, it will go. Depends on what set you get it. I don't think it'll ever be a sub ten dollar card. I think it's always at least ten bucks. This card. I can see that. Easily. I think it's gonna be ten bucks if you get yeah. reprinted. It's rare, right? It's rare. It's rare. Okay. It's, yeah. I remember when it came out, it was like $0.5. What if they reprint it at Uncommon? They, they, won't, they would never do that. That's a joke. It will go back Moving to, on. It will be, go back to $0.5. <laughs> yeah, right. It would never be a common. But it will never be uncommon, so keep dreaming. Speak of some game-changing cards, there's two that we're going to talk about next. One that came out recently in Modern Horizons. We'll start with that. Force of Negation. So oh. It fluctuates around $30. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty valid card for a blue commander list. I don't know how many multi-lists are running Force of Negation. It's solid. At $30, is it worth it? No. 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 Okay. No, because it's $30 only because of Modern. 
it's not really that good in CDH. What because, is it played in modern? What, what basically plan? every blue really? list, every, every okay. control list plays it. Because okay. sometimes they just go something nasty or they go Teferi. I'm like, nah, Frost Negation, I don't want that. Well, so do you play it in Agilia at all? No, no, it's true. Do you play it in many five color lists at all? Why? Yeah, I'm just asking. In, in five, co in five yeah. colors, you already have so much stuff to choose from that yeah. you don't really need for some negation. Yeah. But if you're playing in two or three colors, say for example, Jogra, Kes, yeah. or some other random crap, then you will actually play it because that makes sense. And Naru is another forcible. So like in a mono blue, it's like oh but, my god. But that's because you're, play you're playing in exactly. those turns. Yeah. The main problem with this card is low. The main problem with force negation is that you can only cast it for free if it's not your turn. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, when you're trying to go off, yeah. it happened, for example, to Alex, the other, play we're, the other game we were playing, yeah. like he tried to force a negation, and yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. it's in your turn, you yeah. can't do anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why I'm saying, 30 bucks? I don't think so, I think it's 20. And three CMC to cast it on your own turn is kind of rough. Yeah. yeah, I think it's 20 bucks. You think it's a $20 rare? For CDH, yes. If it's exclusively for CDH, I'll probably even say 15 bucks. So you think it's overpriced? Yes. I do too. Yes. Yeah. It's only 30 bucks because it's a staple in Modern, Legacy, mm -hmm. and maybe Vintage. If your deck really needs it, you should buy one. Yep. I think 30 is certainly high, uh, especially because, again, looking at Commander only, it's not used in every list, so it's not really going to be a staple for you like this next card. I think 30 is a little high. You should probably just save your money and, and buy this next one, honestly. So There are lists, there's a list of, like, of counter spells you will play, and Force Negation is probably like, what, top 15? It's not that intense. It's not no. that important. It's all deck dependent, obviously, That's but true. yeah, it's either very good. Or yeah, it's, it's just like, like uh, I don't need to run this anymore because I have so many other colors. And that variance is why I think it's so yeah, down. I agree. So this next one is Force of Will. Yeah. This oh. fluctuates around $90 nowadays. So it's, and I can see this steadily rising in price. It's a very valuable counter spell. Uh, there's really nothing like it that operates the same way. And what's beautiful about it is that it can be used on turn for free. Obviously, you have to ditch a blue card, lose one life. It's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Even in uh, four or five color lists, I still see this card. There's such an influx of blue cards in those decks that the percentile chance of you having an active forcible is very high. Mm -hmm. And you even plan for it because it is one of those cards. Is it a $90 counterspell? I don't think so. I think it's 90 yeah. bucks because it's the safety valve of Legacy. It's the thing that keeps the format without being super degenerate combo city, mm -hmm. like basically being a combo winter. And uh, <laughs> if it's worth strictly CDH, this will probably it's hit like, 60. You probably like 30, 40 at least. You think it's so? so yeah. good. It's, it's so, so high good. value. It's so good. It's so good. And it's you, can tap, you, you can friends. tap out. Just tap out for something, counter, oh, free counter on top of everything. Yeah. And nobody, well, not nobody, but you can't expect it. But it's hard to play around. It is one of the most game-changing cards in our mm -hmm. format and, and yeah. outside of our format. I understand why it's $90. I think it's overpriced, but it's certainly still a buy. It's still worth the price. It's because it of is. the other formats. Yeah. It's not only because of EDH. Yeah. I do think that you still should buy it at this price. If you can find it lower than that, if you can find it at 80 maybe that's a good grab. Mm -hmm. um, but it is one of those cards that you're going to need in most all lists. So that used blue, obviously. So. Force of Will is up there, but mm -hmm. I think it's, it's fair. It's also funny if you see the graph, 
because its reprint goes down and then goes up. Yeah, then goes down. Like, not for long. Yeah, <laughs> like, I never oh, know the price of this card because, like, when I started years ago, it was assume. like fifty bucks, and then it was like seventy for the longest time. Then it hit like one twenty, and then it's like it's everywhere. You should assume at this point. Other like, formats work. An, this card, an average yeah. of eighty-five bucks. Yeah, that's an average something. So that's a safe assumption. If you need a force, we'll say, oh. I'm aiming at 85. Might be more, especially now, but if it gets reprinted, it's gonna go down to 50, 60, then slowly goes up and. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like so, this next card, I kind Ooh. of consider a staple in the commander format. If you see me looking yeah. down, I'm looking at my laptop, gang, so don't don't get distracted favorite by that. Favorite card. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, it's a favorite by a lot. So good. And it's even a favorite by me. I get to play with them all the time. This is Gilded Drake. <laughs> so, it appears. <laughs> we always give up a Gilded Drake. It appears around uh, oh, $80 on average, $80, $81. It's a very good card if you don't know what it does. So it's a, it's a summon Drake, flying 3-3 three, three Drake. Uh, but when it ETBs, you can swap the Drake out for any creature on the field. I consider it a hard staple in the commander community. Even if you're not running a blue list yet, it's one of those cards you should own. It's very good, and it's only going to go up in value the more commander gets uh, popular. And reserve list. And it's reserved. So forces him to play Homeward Path. And, and Homeward Path is going to go up because of that. See, no, no you guys wanted to print it. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to play. Homeward Path is going to print it. There's so many printings of Homeward Path, and I don't think there's a copy that's under ten. It's like the four bucks. Yeah, it's like four, three bucks. No, no. no I didn't look it up. It's, oh it's expensive. Yeah, don't quote me there. I didn't MTG stock that, but I know I bought mine for like eleven. Maybe I bought it from the wrong set, but there's a few copies of that. Gilded Drake. Do you guys think it's worth eighty average? It spiked. Around 2018, mid 2018, yeah. um, and it's been hovering and only going up since then. 70 oh. upwards, 80, and and sort of resting at 80 right now. Is it is it still? I mean, this is almost the same yeah. price as Force of Will. Would you say that this, you should buy this? Yes, at like 45 dollars, and I was like, this is a steal. And now it's even at 80. I'd be like, this is such a good card. It's so good because it so stops good. so many decks. Like, this is game You throw this out. Like, you steal a Xur, like, that's great. I mean, Dude, all these other it's colors, your, it's they have ways to get around this. Remember, remember the game we had, the three-man? You, me, and and Alex? Yeah. I, I stole his Xur and started swinging? Yeah. yeah. It was... It's and you steal their Urza. You steal any I got my Mystic Study, my Remora, my Sigma Library. Every every hit I did, I was playing Agila. And they weren't able to wipe him? It was, I, he never had an answer for it. Yeah. So and just like swinging, getting my you, my enchantments so for free. Was did that make you want to play Zer in your list, or did that just make you want to put a second kill? No, 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 no. The best part is, it's like now no other player is going to help that player get that commander. Oh no! Back. That player needs to remove their own commander and recast it for commander. To, like it's so because they know it's one in a blue. Their, their deck on. is tailored for the value of that commander. Where mm -hmm. yours, like who gives a shit? Which is still yeah, no but it's still really good value, man. that's an awful situation against Gitrog. It's backbreaking mm -hmm. because they need to kill their own gate roll. Yeah, deck really doesn't do anything with that. Yeah, I've done it with Nara, but then I need to sack my own lands, and that sucks. It does hurt. It <laughs> does but you, but you, it, it was worth it. it was and that, see, that's yeah. when you use your copy artifact to get their Crucible of Worlds. There you go. <laughs> and then you're like, see, there you go. Now I'm like two lands in turn, and everything comes together. So. Yeah, <laughs> blue cure all. Uh, but anyway, uh, eighty dollars worth it. I, this I card, amazing card. This card is worth it if you don't own this card. Get it because this, is, as we said before, it's a reserve list and it's going to go up, yeah, I, up, up. I only see it going up, from and it's here. only one printing. Yeah, 
In Arthur's Legacy, I think it is. You're right. Sir Eggleston? Come God. on. You're right. Um, <laughs> Sir Eggington or whatever is the... There's a saga. Saga, saga, saga. Or sublock. Next thing we want to talk about is uh, another counter. It's another one of those big ones that is certainly a staple, at least in blue list, because it is double blue to play. Mana Dream. So it used to be $80 on average, right? And it's gone up to... $120, and, and even more than that on the high end, depending on where you're buying it. Insane. But $120 average for mana drain. <laughs> That's just gross. It's gross. It does a lot. It's not only a counter, it's a counter anything, but it also and ramps you. So it's counter you, spell with an upside. And you get the oh. main phase one, you get generic based off of yep. the CMC, right? So you might be able to play a, a few extra card. things. It's just... It's stupid. That one it's, of the best cards in the format, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, it is like a staple on any list that can splash blue or play blue. It is so freaking good. Even in five colors, you play it because it's that. Is it worth one twenty though? I mean, the effect is, but would I pay one twenty? Oh, that really sucks to play that. I would probably pay like sixty, seventy for this card. I don't know. I think it's overpriced, but super overpriced. We agree on that one. I mean, does it upgrade your game that much? Yes. Yes. The ceiling on this Count, card is like... Counter Agnos, give me five colors, yes. please, thank you. Has it always been a mythic? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Actually, it has two printings. Has the, I hope it gets reprinted. The Legends and the... Legends and there's a Judge promo, right? Oh, Judge promo, right, 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 Masters. Right, right, right. So, yeah, um, that's a lot. Um, that's a whole lot for one counter spell. It, it might be further along the lines of one of the last things you buy, but mm. would you say that this is more important over Force of Will? Force of Will is less. Oof. That's a hard question. Right, That's so if you're question. building that blue collection of cards, those blue staples... I, I think it's as important as Force of Will. Yeah. I think they're equal. I feel like Force of Will has been... is more backbreaking. Because Damning on the player, but it can really I, I, alter I guess, a game. I guess what you, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I, 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 yeah, your yeah, effectiveness, yeah, even tapped out, is still there. Where where you need to blue for mm -hmm. mana drain. Yeah. I would not buy in at this price at all. I what do think, you think is a fair price? Then? What I think is a fair price? Oh, man. I, I said 60, 70. Yeah, 80 bucks max. Like this is this has been increasing and we've had more and more interest in our format increasing yep. and EDH is the most played format. And I really, really hope that they think about reprinting this throughout the year. Or next year. But yeah. this should be reprinted. I mean you can see yeah. in the graph when yeah, it was reprinted it how it went yeah. super down spiked down it's to crazy 60 right something like that can you check right when it released it was 200 average so it, it didn't release this is from legends oh it is no no this is right uh, oh, for, right. uh masters can right. you check it went down to the lowest 55. it was around 50 dollars that's when so... i picked it up but like is it is the effect worth it yes but i would not pay that oh no 180 no way yeah 120 i, 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 I would say get your gilded drink before this because the likelihood yeah. of this yep. being reprinted yeah. before yeah. that yeah. is high yep. so again, Even if this, if this yep. is the year of commander hopefully they're they're looking at some of these staple cards and mind you cdh does run a list of cards that is slightly different than your your casual game of commander so maybe they're not really looking into what we need slightly it's a generous word i would say yeah <laughs> it is um so next one we're going to talk about is definitely a staple it hasn't seen any other printings mystic remora it's around five dollars on average that's worth yeah. it it's worth it it's yeah. worth it if you don't run it best blue card what are you doing <laughs> i want to fit the fish good. it's up there it's got value Early game, mid game, late game. Yeah, and all the time. Because even if you can pay four, do you want to pay four? No, you're trying to <laughs> so combo. So much mana. The game so has gone on long enough. It's a game-changing like, card for one mana. 
it's so splashable on any any list that can If you play blue, blue, you should you play just play this card. Yeah, yeah. You need to own this card. And the best and part five dollars is still worth it. The best part about this card is that you can say, Remora, if it resolves, you can try to combo off and try to defend it because you will be drawing cards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. because when they try to counter, oh cards, oh cards, thank you, thank Do you. Do you want to pay you. for this Remora? Yeah, you exactly. Like, yeah, I'm going to try combo yeah. off now. Uh, can I win? No. Okay, uh, can I draw? Exactly. It's really good. Fish is really good. For one blue, Yeah. and as we were discussing before the setup for the video is, if you, like uh, the first turns of the upkeep of the fish, it's like one, two, three, with, you don't really care. Once it gets to six, seven mana, that's when it gets taxing, and people should be playing more around that, that tax that making the person with the fish be taxed by that so place lower yeah, people feed this fish like crazy yeah. but honestly yeah. if you yeah. draw two cards off of this it's worth it one blue that's draw it. two cards even even Great. one card and you're fine yeah, it just can't it, it, i want to <laughs> i know you want to i'm saying it but it's just but it slows everybody it pays for yeah. itself yeah. with the one yeah um, so at five dollars i think it's a steal yeah. you should definitely own it there's really nothing else quite like it one thing to quote and it's important is if you're playing last Fish might not be the best keep. Yeah, but it does suck. It's still valid. Right. It's still valid. Generally speaking, I would advise you play a little bit slower if you see fish out. It's fine. Yeah. Like if everyone else is on the same game plan of just making your turn four, your turn two instead. You know what I mean? Just like waiting the fish out because the player's not always going to constantly pay for the fish. You can wait out the fish uh, very commonly. I think it's almost better as a utility mm -hmm. during a combo turn. Yeah. You're like for one blue, I am set. And now you all have to run the risk of having your counters, your removal go off on top of my fish. And I'm going to get to draw before you ever get to do anything else. It's and you can even draw defense for your combo. Extra defense. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. It's, it's a really beautiful setup. Um, the next one we want to talk about is it's very similar to Mystic Remora. It's Ristic Study. Oh, yeah. This card is, uh, yes. has, is, is fluctuating around $20. And the effect itself is great because there's no upkeep. Um, so you don't have to worry about that. It's fantastic. It's one of those cards you really need to stop that player from having on the field. It's mm. it's very good. If you spend resources on getting Ristic Study out of the board, it's awful. It's it's, it's it. not that bad. It's worth it. It's worth it to get Ristic Study out of the board. Yes, it yes, is yes, an yes. insane value yep. engine. You have to do anything. You just drop it and it does its own thing. I would not buy this card right now because I think it has a high chance of being yep. reprinted. Agree. Agree. Um, it's not reserved list, so we can. Really it's not it. reserved, but it's only gone up from seven, 2017, 2018, 2019 to now. It's it's only gone up, luckily only in small increments. But twenty is high. Still... Again, this might be one of the latter cards you should pick up, right? So it's still valuable. I don't think we're saying it's unvaluable, yeah. but you can probably wait this one out for a few more sets to come out and see if there's a reprint. Otherwise, uh, it's sort of a commander staple. Even a 3CMC, it's still... It's a very popular totally card to be reprinted. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully it does I just reprinted. hope that if they reprint this, they get Therese Nielsen again mm. to make the art. That would be amazing. I, even if she makes something different, I don't care. Like, no, I no, want no. this Therese Nielsen to be respected. It's like the Guru Lens. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like this style of art. Is, is this one of your It's favorite? iconic. It's iconic. That's true. That's true. It's, like it's the Gilded Drake Especially because it's just a fantastic card. Oh, yeah. Gilded Drake art is fantastic. Yeah, I keep um, hands because of this card. So the last card we want to talk about, and we're going to discuss the copy that you're more likely to purchase, is the unlimited version of Time Twister. So it's over 2.2k. 
Bye bye. Prohibitively played. Prohibitively played. Yeah. So it's it's roughly that on average, and and you can find it of course less if you're on a Facebook group where there's sales there. You can probably find it less. I would look for the cheapest, most authentic version you can find. Um, but at two point two k, is it game changing enough to warrant seeing space in your collection? I don't believe so. I don't think so. No. It's a fantastic card in blue, and the fact that it's even legal in Commander is just odd to me. Power 9, yeah. Uh, being Power 9, and what breaks it is that it's it's spanning uh, cross colors, and this is before time shifted. It's a Wheel of Fortune, except it also messes with everyone's grave. And you do have the ability to recur it from your graveyard because it's set aside in a new graveyard. So there are loops with it, there are combos with it. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's a very good card. Is it over two grand worthy? No way. No. No way. I would probably say this will be worth 100, 150, and I'm being generous. In Commander. In Commander, yes. Because yeah, it's, it's one of those situations. It takes a certain deck to build, exactly. to break it. No, uh, to break it, yes. But it's, it's a good card. so good. You yeah. still want to run it. It's so good. It's the best wheel for a reason. Yeah. You buy everything. You just dump all the value you get. You get stopped. Okay, let's uh, time twister and let's try to go again. Mm. It's so good. Why would you not yeah. play it? I mean, of course, the tag Aside price from the price restriction, it's yeah. gross. Yeah, it's gross. I think you can easily just pass off this card, though. Yeah. Uh, it's not a staple at all. Yeah. If you have it, oh, yeah, run it. But I don't think it's anywhere close to the value on, of what on, you pay on. on it. It's a, it's, a, it's a staple? Yes, it is. Why is it not? Money. Yeah. Well, it's the only difference. Uh, but it should be a staple. It should not be worth so much money. It's only, again, because Power 9 gives you more value, yeah. uh, reserve list, only three printings, Alphabet and Unlimited, mm -hmm. so that's even worse. I don't really think... It's one of the last cards you ever need, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. If you have the money yeah. and you play blue often, Time Twister is one of those cards that just, it, it needs to be in your deck. I hate to say it, it's one of the reasons I, I really hate looking at blue, because it has a lot of cards that are, are essential and are 60+, plus and only on the rise. Time Twister is one of those cards. It's it's only no. ever going up. Don't remind me, I need one still, and yeah, I'm never going to get one. Which There's sucks. No way. Which There's sucks. no way. Yeah, and it sucks. Money. But even still, like you you can acknowledge it's a staple, but it's just not worth it's it. It's too much money. It's, yeah. it's too much money. If you can afford it, though, please, um, you should run it. Or if you have a, a free copy, you can lend uh, forever. <laughs> Hit me up with a boy. So next the dibs on that time twister. Next color we want to discuss is black. And the first one we're going to start off with is ad nauseum. So oh, it's boy. averaging around $20. We already talked about a combo with this one with Angel's Grace. Mm -hmm. You all know it. It's a 5 CMC instant speed spell. Very degenerate. Uh, you put cards in your hand uh, for You don't the draw life. them. You put you them in your hand. hand. Yes, your for hand. the life cost of the CMC of the card. So, so you have an set? Huh. Okay. Yeah, when your deck average is two for most or, decks or less if you're playing a loss if you're playing a loss you consciously will make the decision of going yes. down to the card yes. unless you're me who are super greedy and play Najila and I have a five drop a four drop a three drop so I've never seen anyone lose after they cast that nauseum not generally I think it's a card that deserves a possible ban I think it's so broken it's I, such a good card I think it is uh, worth twenty dollars yeah yeah of course oh my god if you told me that card was fifty dollars I'd be like fine yeah, I'd still own it. It wins games. <laughs> yeah, it's just leave it in the comments. When someone resolved that nos didn't die to that nos because that's important, and won didn't win the game because it's remarkable to say that when I, when I resolved that nos and I didn't die to that nos, if I untap with all the cards, I win. 
Yeah. I win. You can even go back to the freaking the first episodes of Blue Wars when I was playing Jaleva. Yeah, and I did. I did. I not win. It's very degenerate and it's legal and you should play it uh, if you're in a list that can, you know, if it's not that CMC's not too high and it generally isn't, and you can run it, you should at $20, still a steal, still a really good bargain. You should own at least a copy. Again, it's not for every list. Um, I generally lean it toward, uh, against it rather, at least in the list I've constructed that were in Rakdos and Black. I've never had a, a need for it, but it's a phenomenal card and it's very easy to set up with like a dark ritual and just a basic land count. Or dark petition. It's hard to come up with an excuse not to run this card. Yeah. yeah. It really yeah. is. If you're playing black, you should heavily consider not to run. It's too good not to run. It's five mana draw from five four, mana win the game. four or five cards. Would you say it's one of the best win. legal cards in our format? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Unquestionable. It's three generic and two black? Yes. Okay, so it's not even the only reason why this card is, doesn't have more uh, bad rep, it's because the advent of fish move it out to the side. But do you remember, like one a year ago when we started on this, this we, is still we were perma complaining about Adnos. Yeah, it's still the bait. I was one of the worst advocates against Adnos because I hated that card, yeah. and it's still busted. I still think it's just as broken as it was before. Yeah. Uh, still or, now, or even worse now, yeah. because you can just do console lines. Well, fish stole Flash Hawks. Fish they, because of fish stole the spotlight off of Adnos. That's what I'm saying. And um, I don't think you know Adnos isn't something that you're going to see in EDH. Oh no, no. Because so, the so that's so why higher. we're kind of shifting away from ever having a spotlight on that for our format. Yeah. This card is unbelievably deserving of a ban. Yes, yeah. and good at twenty. It's still deserving. Of I would buy that at twenty bucks all day. So the next card we want to talk about that's definitely a staple. Um, for any list that needs card advantage, which is everyone, is Dark Confidant. Oh boy. So Dark Confidant, there's a couple different printings, but they average around $50 and they've actually been on the decline. So they're right around 50 now. Mm -hmm. uh, is this a card that you suspect is gonna get a reprint? Yes. Soon? Yes, no. This year? Not not soon, but it will happen. Okay. Yeah. Again, 50, this though. happens, what happened, this is this price, it's because mostly modern and legacy. Mm -hmm. I maybe vintage some, but mostly modern because modern. Modern. yeah, generally yeah. generally commander doesn't steer it's the very popular card. cards. Not yeah. usually, not specifically, yeah. not this one. Casuals obviously won't play it because if you flip like a five drop, like Ugh, yeah, you don't want that. That really takes you down a peg. Oh yeah, yeah, especially when you're trying to. But swing, I think like, sub fifty dollars, like this is a good good time to buy Dark Confidant. For sure, I forget how much I paid for mine. It was certainly under fifty, but. 50 is still a fine price for what this card does. Yep. Again, it's just putting, it's really like good. what Black does, it just puts the card in your hand. And it's phenomenal at 2CMC. You're going to see it in a lot of lists. Are there replacements for it? I think the, I think if you're really trying to budgetize this and you wanted a similar effect, you can use Mind Blade Render. There's usually some person to swing mm -hmm. at. Fair. And yeah, you can fair, draw a card fair, just off fair. her. What's also cool is that she works off of other warriors too. And so, blocks Najila. Uh, sorry, blocks Timna. Yeah. So there's there's some good effect there. Um, the with Mind Blade Render and Sen, she's a, a whole lot less. I, I don't remember what her cost is, but... Which one? Mind Blade Render? I wouldn't say Dark Confon is something that you need specifically before any of the other cards we're going to mention in black, but it certainly should be on your list to buy because it is a staple in black. Mm -hmm. I think you can sub Mind Blade Render out and buy a Vampiric Tutor first or, or something more important uh, along the tutor line, which we'll, we'll actually get to next. Okay. Uh, the next one we want to talk about... One note for that confidence is, please get the Ravnica version, not the Skrillex version. That's bad. <laughs> you don't like Skrillex. They're no, Bob Maher is way up there. 
It's really way like, up I there. I don't really like the original art. I'm gonna be honest. I, I, I love know. it. I love the original. I respect Bob Maher for doing it's that. Super, it's, it's super. It's super iconic. I, I like. I, I don't mind the Skrillex version. I like Skrillex. That's the one I own. Sorry, it's the one I own. Because yeah. I don't really look that hard at his face. <laughs> See, this is why it's subjective. This is why it's an opinion. It's yeah. not but really like aesthetic. Is, is a little bit more expensive too. So. It's like four or five bucks more. But yeah. Um, so the next card we want to talk about. It's funny because this card was fifty cents on average for the longest time. I threw this card out. And, and then, I fished and then it. I fished it out, and I said, "You're gonna throw this out." And he's like, "And he's like, oh, I guess I'll keep it." And now it's eight dollars. <laughs> guess what that card is? Silence. Demonic Ooh. consultation. Oh We're boy! Black, oh boy! <laughs> I forgot what in black. Sorry. Oh boy! Yes. Oh, wow, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's like, yes. like twenty-five cents. I don't need this. And then when you bought it, and you're like, "I just yeah, it was so funny." I also it was in like one. your cube, I think initially. I don't you know. know. No, I think it was in the list I was playing with. But yeah, so demonic consultation is one of those effects that. Whether you like it or not, it's here to stay, and it's very good setup for multiple win conditions of the game. Specifically, the fish, uh, Labman, Jason, and now Thassa's Oracle, which is arguably its best iteration. Um, you just play Thassa, you play Demonic Consultation, you're usually in a good spot because it's instant speed, one black spell. You mean if you want to know even the worst part is, if you do fish, and you do silence on top in response. They can consultation it and matter. it doesn't matter. So this is this is price correction. Yeah. I think it's hundred percent worth the price at what is it, eight dollars is that? Yes, it's still worth the price. This is a card that can even be considered for banning because Tainted Pact, at least, you have deck building restrictions. Yeah. Demonic Consultation, one black, whatever, let's go. You name it. It is so good. Something that doesn't exist in your list. Essential to the combo. Pikachu. You need it. Yeah. And well, you're just like, you win. It's cool. It's like, oh, shit, there's a card named Pikachu. Oh. And, and then you, just you actually have to name a card, but you can just like say like Ulamol or Emrakul, yeah. whatever. whatever. Okay. Regardless though, it is still a good pickup. It, it sucks that you couldn't get this for less than a dollar now, but this is price correction and yeah. I do believe it is worth the money. Still. That's interesting. It it's still worth the money. Yeah. This would have been a card to, to sweep up at 50 cents. Yeah. It's part of the A plus B combo. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it will always be there. Best it's it's excellent. Format. It's a really great way. It's 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 great. It's like a um, leveler, or there's only a couple of cards, uh, Hermit Druid, that can just get rid of your library um, in such a fashion. Tainted Pact, as you mentioned, it's, and this the, is the cheapest the, one. Four right now, four. I think it's a, a consultation, it's Tainted Pact, leveler to set, and Hermit Druid. Yeah, and I think oh, and breakfast. Yeah, shotgun. And but breakfast, but that's, which, but that's which two is cards. part of a combo in and of itself. But yeah, those that one singular card, it's the cheapest one to do it. It was a ridiculous steal at 50 cents, it's still fine at $8. And if you're building a a line of play, a consult line, you obviously need, you need consult, to start. So. Yeah. The next one we want to talk about is Demonic Tutor. And this one always fluctuates, but it's averaging around $30 now. I want to say it, I think it's, it's a steal. You, there's so many copies, there's different arts you can purchase. Uh, they're all great. I own the Liliana version. Um, you need a demonic tutor. Yes. Yeah. If, no if you're black, it's you need DD. I mean, it's not even a question. I mean, are you gonna double that if it was at sixty average? I would still say that I would you still need say to this buy is worth it. it. I don't remember the time when DD was like sixty was. something bucks. Yeah. yeah. Even eight. I think I it remember hit this 80. was fifteen like a year or two years ago. Like this was cheap. It went like the curve is yeah. like, so it's weird. It's up and down. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's great card. Um, but but plenty... DD is probably the best black card. No, probably the black card in CDH. That's played every list every, is gonna any, need to run. Yeah. Any black list will run this card. It's not even a question. Yeah. We'll run. This and Vampiric Tutor, they will run both. Yep. And worth DT it. Is, 30 bucks is still worth better. Yeah. And even then DT is a bit better. Because to hand can't be argued with it's it one generic, one black, and it's it's just absurd. Uh the effect itself is fantastic, especially in a combo heavy or combo centric uh game like Commander uh, competitive commander is. 
Yeah. Uh, Demonic Tutor is fantastic at $30. Uh, that, that's a slam dunk. I think you should definitely pick that up if you don't own it. Mm -hmm. The next card, which is interesting, it's, it's spiking now. Trash. And it's about $18 on average. It's funny because you hate it. I hate Nessa it. loves it. I hate it. Doomsday. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So Doomsday Still is... Still galore. I don't really like all-in strategies ever. But there are Doomsday piles to include Thassa's Oracle now. And a lot of people are jumping on those. And that's uh, partially the reason for the price hike. And eighteen dollars yep. is still a fine cost for a game changing or a very. I think a card is good if it it can alter the game in your favor and or is hyper efficient. And whether you like it or not, Doomsday is very efficient. You don't really have much of a game if you get stopped during a Doomsday pile, um, depending on what your list is. But it's very fantastic for setting up wins. It's yeah, it's. As I said, it's the skill check card yeah. in Magic. There's probably not a harder card to really master than Doomsday. Mm -hmm. Because every time you see a Doomsday cast, you know that game will be halted for 5 to 10 minutes while the player decides the pile. Because it's that hard of a card. Yeah. It's really hard. You need to actually also do some deck building around it. Because sometimes you need Yogmos Will and LED mm. for the simple combo of doing the draw with gush then do led discard in response to the wheel blah 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 all that stuff mm -hmm. and even then it's so good especially nowadays with the fish because before it was the three mana for landman yeah now it's only two mana and you don't even need to uh, destroy your library you can say for example you uh, just put it yeah you put, thoughts, you put it yeah, yeah put it know, on the organize on the, the pile such that her two blue is gonna yeah, for the so because this is an easy remember card? the complaint we had about the Oriqua? What was it? What? What was this before the spike? I can it was like it one, two bucks. So no, super cheap. no, 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 it was never that. It Let me that start cheap. by saying that I think Doomsday is a very good card. By no means, in my opinion, is it an essential though. So this should definitely be on the tail end of cards you'll be buying. What was this card at? Again, wow, it spiked only recently within January. Oh, four, 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 four bucks. Four bucks, okay. So yeah, so I can see this I reprint getting reprinted, one. And, and dropping in value. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just recently, you're right. Masters well, Ultimate 25. Masters or 25, something like that. Masters yeah, 25. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And there was an invocation. You're right. Masters 25 as well. So, look, I, I can see this getting reprinted soon. I don't think you should jump on this at $18. If you have a deck strategy that wants to employ this Doomsday. Is all hype. This is all hype. And then you're going to have people who are like, I just don't know how to play with this card. That, Effectively. And then it's going to go right back down. That's what's going to happen. That's this is so hard. To, to use efficiently yes. and correctly. Talking yeah. about hype. So the next card I want to talk about it's is one of the, one of the best tutors. It's, it's up certainly up there. DT Vampiric Tutor, and then in my opinion, Imperial Seal is up there. It is one of the best tutors in the game because it finds you anything. Yeah. However, Imperial Seal, it's had two printings. There's a Judge promo and there's Portals version. It is averaging around four hundred dollars right now. What is it? Four hundred dollars. Imperial not Seal. worth it. No way. Not no way. No this way. is not reserve list. This could be reprinted. Yeah. No, this no, no, is no way. It's insane. It's pretty insane. insane. I don't know if it's going to see a reprint this year. I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, it's at risk. And I remember you buying this for 160 180 And even then, I was like, Whoa. this is really expensive. It's, this a, it's, card. A, it's a lot. And now we're 400 No way. No, 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 this is not even worth I will, Not even at 200 bucks is worth yeah. it. Is it a staple? Yes. In every yes. list. Yes. In every yes. list. Yes. But at well, $400? Come on. And mind you guys, the um, Portals 3 Kingdom version is going to average around 650 So you're saving a lot for getting the Judge promo. 
you want the judge promo. And you get the black border, I think, in judge promo. You do. You do indeed, if that, if that matters to you. It's, and it's also foiled out, which is really cool. It's very expensive. When I bought mine for 160 ish yeah. roughly, it was it, it has never felt like it wasn't worth it. Every time I cast it, it really helps me win games. So, I mean, it's definitely an essential card. Do we think you should wait? Yes. It yes. fluctuates severely. It's one of those, it's a weird card, but it's very good in Commander, so it's tough to say. I don't think, it's hard for me to argue you should buy it at $400 when I bought it for 160 and This was only last year, mind you. Yep. Yeah. I really lucked out finding that copy, but it's jumped uh, as of late. You should probably wait. I really I really think saying that the Gavin Berhey said, since this is the year of Commander, mm -hmm. I really think that when they come up with the draftable thing, that would have to have so many reprints. So I many. Hope so. I, I really hope, so. hope that they actually... Of yeah. actual staples. Actual staples. Actual expensive cards I don't like need this. another Kodama's Reach. I wouldn't be surprised no, if this doesn't get reprinted, no. but it's at risk, and I don't think 400 is anywhere no. where you need to be spending for this no. card. And no, even no, now, no. if you have a copy, an extra copy, would you say this might be a good time to sell Yes. It? Yes. Sell it? Well, it actually, if you look since December, I think it dropped $100. This used to be a $500 card. Yes. Oh, yeah, five hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. It's it's slowly decreasing, but I don't think we're ever gonna see sub two hundred. No, no, like no, we used so. to. No, I don't think so. Unless no. this gets the reprint, and then we're gonna get a really cheap version. Yeah. How much would you say this card is worth? On average, I think like the, uh, if you could, I have to aside from uh, reprinting something, just the effect of the card. How much would you say it's worth? I hate to say it. But honestly, it's maybe like a forty to sixty dollar card. Thirty. Yeah. It's yeah. less than vampiric. Because even you pay for like vampiric? Sylvan Tutor is averaging around thirty to forty, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, don't no no, no. exactly. But, but don't think about Sylvan Tutor because only one printing yeah. of Sylvan Tutor. So that's that's see count. I can see this being a sixty dollar card. I could probably say for like I agree with him being like thirty bucks. Thirty dollars. Yes. Yeah, it's a worse vampiric tutor. Probably. It's less printed, yes, but I still don't think it's worth anywhere close to above hundred dollars. Yeah, it's I think I think if this has an aggressive printing. It could go down to twenty twenty five, like super aggressive printing. Yeah, like fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would I would pay fifty bucks for that car. Fifty bucks, yeah. Yeah, fifty bucks is doable. Yeah, even then it's kind of expensive, but yeah, it's the effect is so good that fifty bucks mm -hmm. is pretty good. Interestingly enough, I don't I wouldn't consider this a staple either, but it's especially it's, it because it's triple black cost is oh, very difficult. Um, oh. But you should certainly yeah. own yeah. it, yeah. and yeah. right now it's slightly on the rise. It's Necropotent, so it averages around $17, and again, it's only going up. It's it, over Doomsday, yeah, you should buy this over Doomsday. Yeah. Um, if you have Ad Nauseum, buy Necropotence. It's the other degenerate half of the, the black world of put cards into your hand spells. It's a very good effect. Um, it's not for every list because it does have some shortcomings with exiling shit that goes into your and graveyard. And being triple black. Mm -hmm. And being yeah. triple black. But at $17 for a staple card, yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's fair at its price because nothing really... No, it's it's the sort of special. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, Especially it, if you play Zer, then it, you need it. it. I will say, if you're playing Zer, it's an instant win. Necro is probably the first card you pick. You're playing like yeah. a shimmer list, like Alex is playing. You whatever, got, you whatever. Got Necro out, I'm like, oh well, you know, you can. Win I guess it's over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's, it's over. Crazy it's, good. It's so dumb. This used to be half the price. I remember when the Deckmaster version was like fifteen dollars. Now we're looking at forty. Like it's increasing. It definitely yeah. is, and I think it's but it, but adjusting it's to what it should be. This is a very good card. Oh yeah, this is amazing. I don't I even know why. I think it was, I think so it was definitely underpriced before. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I, I remember I got mine for like a three, four bucks. 
Yeah. The Ice Age one, which I prefer that other with the guy really, like with the sword. Very, very cheap. And now, now we're looking cheap. at like actual price of what this card could be. I would probably say that this will be worth 15 bucks. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. At, so look, at, at 17 average, I still think it's worth it. Yeah, and you can buy a different copy of a print art for it. And the prices are going to vary on print art or promo. Um, it's one of those effects that is undeniably good. Being able to refill your, even if you don't leverage it to draw 30 cards and do something spontaneous and crazy, you can just refill your hand mm -hmm. every single turn. And even in a casual game, you can just refill your hand mm -hmm. for one life every single turn. And you're gonna be totally fine for the rest of the game, so long as it sticks. And even if it's removed, like, hey, you just wasted removal and I have a flush hand in response. I'm even, gonna make my hand Even flush. then, sometimes in casuals, you play cards that gain you life. Mm -hmm. So it's even worse for casuals. Because here in CDH, we don't really do that life gain thing. No. That, that doesn't play that much. We don't play a lot of white, so. Um, in that sense, for casuals, when you do like, oh, I'm gonna gain 10 life because reasons. Nobody cares about life. Mm -hmm. But then you land Necro and that's 10 more cards. Not interested in casuals either. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oof. Oof. <laughs> that doesn't mean we don't like you. Love you. Wow. So guys, the next card we want to talk about, which is two more in black. Mm. Next card we want to talk about is Tainted Pack. So oh, this boy. card... Scare up Hype. Woo! Hype. It, hype. Hype. It recently spiked. It's... Yeah. I bought mine for like... The foil version has always been a little expensive from Odyssey, but it's averaging around $40 right now. Obviously, Tainted Pack is a... It can kind of be considered a tutor. If you know what your deck's trying to do and you just need to navigate to that win condition, you can just go through the top of your list. Again, you can't mm -hmm. have the same named card. If it's a tutor. But you can tutor what you need. And it's a phenomenal effect that I consider a staple if you're going to run black. It should be a part of your arsenal in a monocolored list, dual colored list, maybe three colors. Uh, generally speaking, though, you're going to find a range of tutors outside of black that can accommodate for what this is doing. But it is also used as an alternative win with those same consultation packages. So mm -hmm. if you don't have demonic consultation, you can run Tainted Pack at $40. Woo! This is the fairer version of demonic consultation because it has deck building restrictions. I say this. I think it's overpriced I right think... now. It's a Thassa hype. Of course, it's a Thassa hype, but yeah. I would probably it's say. It's essential, it is. I would probably say this is the better, better version of consultation. You think it's better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't you don't exile top six because sometimes you you, yeah. you need something yeah. and it's top six. Oh, you lose. Yeah. This is like, and it puts it on your hand. Yes. Costs your hand. That's a big difference. Mm -hmm. The ceiling for this card is obviously Tassas. Yes. But the, the floor sorry, is very sorry, good. Sorry, sorry. The floor is really good because you can just tutor and if you do Kess, yes. if you yeah. play Kess, you can do end of turn Tainted Pact for Fish. Mm -hmm. Then in your turn, play Fish in response from Graveyard, do Tainted Pact, which is it's basically a one card combo. Yeah, in Kess. I don't think $40 right now. Is... Oh, no, 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 no. What no, would you say no, is a fair price to wait 15, for? 15? Oh, no, 15? 15? I thought it was fine like, where it was. Too much. I thought it was fine at where it was, honestly. I think yeah. it's the hype. I think it's going to go down. Again, it, it spiked just recently um, with Theros. Hold off. It's a really good card, but there are other cards you should buy first. And this last one in particular, again, this is the second best tutor, I think, in our general opinions. Vampiric tutor. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, averaging around $60 after a recent increase. It's still a fine price for it's a Imperial, core card. It's Imperial Seal on drugs. Yeah. yeah. And we already discussed how good Imperial Seal it's is. It's every instant so. speed top deck tutor you could want, but better. Like Enlightened Tutor, but better. It's it's just better. It's You just find what you want. You pay a little bit of life, but life as a resource, uh, this is one of those cards. When people consider life as a resource, this is, this is one of those cards. Yeah. You need it. 
Yeah. It's great. the second card need it. for life as a resource. Yeah. Probably third. No, wait, second card. Because yeah. Adnos, this, and then Necro. It's one of those cards yeah. starting out when you just get into CDH or EDH, you're just like, I, you should just get this card. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not now because it's like 60 bucks, you said? So I yeah. still get it. It's, it's always I like. I still feel um, it's even fair now. Uh, oddly enough, I still it's I still think really it's, good. I think it's pricey. It's I think it should be like 30 or less. Dep again, You'll depends. never see it like that. It was, when it was reprinted. That's cheaper crushed. than Tainted Pact. Impossible. I think it's fine. I think yeah. it's fine at I 60. Just... If you don't own it and you're trying to build a blacklist, it should be Demonic Tutor. Build any list. In this order, Demonic has black. Tutor and then Vampiric but... Tutor mm -hmm. uh, should be the first cards you buy if you're you're building with anything that has black yeah. in it. Mm -hmm. For sure. And, and 60 is a hard pill to swallow, but I still think it's fine. It does have the potential to drop, but it also has potential to rise, depending on reprints. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish it's they tricky. did. I wish they did more aggressive printings of like expensive cards in yeah. some sets. What but, we got in red? Huh? What have we got in red? <laughs> I'm so done with black. Yeah, black was long, almost, and it it had tied with blue. I think we yeah. Yeah. so many cards. Red's we, only got two cards. We did say that blue and black were the best support colors. And, oh yeah, and it oh, shows. Yeah. It shows. It yeah. does. Yeah, uh, easily uh, blue and black are some of the best support colors and main colors for lists. Um, they they just win games. They help you win games. They help you have more efficient games for yep. sure. Uh, but red's got two cards. The first one we're going to talk about has one printing. It's really good. I wouldn't say it's an essential for every list, but you should own a copy. Mm -hmm. Dockside Extortionist. Oh, yeah. Dockside Extortionist. So it's $20 on average since it released. It's fluctuated, it's gone down, it's gone up, but it's always hovered around $20 on average. If you don't own a copy and you play Commander, you should own a copy. You should at least consider it because mm -hmm. it's that good. Best card for red in. When does it earn its. Second best. Second best. Second best. Oh, so what the next card for best? sure. But yes. when do you think Dockside. Would you cast Dockside Extortionist against a field with two artifacts and enchantments? Three artifacts and enchantments? When is it worth it to cast Dockside Extortionist? The ceiling is so as, high on as this. long as you go even mana, I think it's decent. It's fair. Yeah. Be obviously, if you get more, it's uh, a plus. But I just think that as long as you go even, like you get two treasures for two, you're filtering it and maybe you need a metacraft for something. You just get stuff. Yeah. It, it comes with its own combos. Yeah. It's just a very. It comes with its own combo. You can like bounce it with a cat and Baron, whatever. You just can do so much. Yeah, stuff with this it's card. hard to justify not using this card if you have red. Yeah, Cloudstone Curio is a great identity. combo piece with it. Yeah. And hell, you can drop it, right? You can drop it. You can use trash for treasure, your Duretti, or whatever you're doing in your strategy to switch out one of those treasures Goblin for Cloudstone Curio, Goblin Welder. I mean, you're in the color for this to work. Uh, with a lot of different combo lines. And mm -hmm. of course in Gruul, like you were saying, with Tamir Sabretooth, you can just bounce with a cat. There's a lot of infinite lines for this card. I think it has the potential to even go up if there are any more really cheap infinite bounce spells to come out for it, because you're almost always going to see a threshold of artifacts and enchantments in a CDH game to where this is just going to get mm -hmm. more value than you realize. You don't play so... it early game, you'll wait, drop it mid to late game, you're in a really good spot. It's worth the press. Yeah. Upsize? No, what are you talking about? It's infinite mana. Yeah, what's the buyback? Five? Three. So it's six mana to bounce it back. So you need like nine. Nine to go plus. Yeah. It's expensive as all hell. <laughs> but it's capsized. I mean, it's, it's a, a boomerang. It like Baron Master There's one for you. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing, yeah. is it is it capsize? Dockside. Hey. Um. Oh, for the, the Mystics deck. The, yeah, one that, the one that makes you the spells cheaper, yeah. you can pay five buyback for free. Hey, why not? See? Uh, next one we want to talk mana. about is uh, definitely a staple. Probably Wheel the only staple in red. Wheel of Fortune. 100 average. 
Revised. Revised. It's a great card. Obviously, the, the revised version is the one you're probably going to buy. Um, worth it? Uh, yes. At 100? No. It's so good. I would say, I would probably say this is 50 bucks. And I'm, I'm pretty being I generous. I bought mine for like, I think I bought my original one for like 60. You and can it still find it. them for like $80, $70, $60. Like you can find like moderately played versions. It's a very good card. Um, not every list uses this though. If you're running in red, yes. Do you? Yes. Every single red? Yes. Well, not Nagila because you have more better stuff because oh, you're playing well, five There we colors. go, you have better stuff. It's a good card. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, it's a staple. It's a staple. You should own a copy. Is now the time to buy it? I don't know. Hundreds steep. Wait, it's a reserve list. It is. It is, but you it's need seen to fluctuation. Play. This card this card is seeing fluctuation. I don't I think mean, it's gonna go down. In a card that abuses wheels, I mean in a deck that abuses wheels, like this is insane. Like Kess. Opus Steve. So good. Even if yeah. you just you run a Narset or something. Again, like... Oh, Narset. Yeah. Yes, the dream. Yes. Yeah, there's plenty of ways to abuse it. But it by itself is phenomenal. Yeah. So you should own a copy at 100. This is maybe a little steep. If you can find one on, on the 80 region, 60 to 80, and maybe you're doing yourself a favor. But there are other cards we've listed here. If you're trying to build a collection or buy for a deck, you should probably buy first. However, Wheel of Fortune yeah. is still one of those cards. It's a but, good card. But I would like to say that if you don't have one, you should heavily consider getting one because as we said, it's reserve list. So it will go slowly up. It might go down a bit, but Depending, then it will go up because again. reserve list is seeing a lot of like drop. Like, yeah, because Legacy is, is yeah, losing so its like, uh, support. I think we're in a weird spot right now with the reserve list and... Maybe time to wait. To I would see wait. I how much... So. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't think so be because Wheel of Fortune is not playing Legacy or Vintage. Mm -hmm. Or very little. This this Wheel of Fortune is mostly an EDH card. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm saying, since the format is going to become, it's becoming more and more popular. It's already the most popular Speaking format. Speaking of that judge promo mm -hmm. for Wheel of Fortune, mm -hmm. oh my god, that's like above 400 now. That's another seal. Yeah, that's well, that's spiked like crazy. Well, that's my point. And exactly. I don't even like the art. No, it's okay. What is the, the old no, art? I don't no, like no, the art. no, 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 me neither. No, I prefer the old art. It's objective, but uh, yeah. the old art is really green. Nice. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, we like to discuss our man. Side. So, Bloom Tender, did you just say that this got reprinted in the Mystical Booster? It's gonna mystery come booster, in the yeah. Mystery Booster. In the Mystery Booster? It's gonna, and it's it, gonna come I think foil? it's coming next month? Next week. It's, I don't um, think it was a By the time we film this, mind you, um, this is probably gonna air after the Mystery Booster comes out. But, Bloom Tender, it's averaging around $59. It's on the rise. Should you run it? So mind you, it makes mana it, it makes mana equivalent to the types of permanents you have. So if you have a Timna out, it will tap for a green, a white, and a black, right? Because it's a green, Timna's a white and a black. There's only so many lists that need it. However, it is a very strong, it's a very potent green ramp. Spell. Yeah. Is it the best dork? Mm, I will say no. Because still noble hierarch, bop 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 and uh then bop Mm -hmm. yeah. I even say like uh, but it's got the highest ceiling of the doors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily. yeah. Well, share it with Faber Walder. Yeah, because yeah. they do that. Do oh, this is way better, better than Faber. That's it though. Only yeah, because it's, it's, it's more efficient. But Faber taps for two. Has vigilance. It can smack you and then add mana. Yeah. And blocks Nagila and Timna for free. Ah, it's tough. So, ah. so, so <laughs> as, as we just discussed, there are alternatives to Bloom Tender. I think that 59 average is high. I mean, I actually mm -hmm. recently bought one for 45. Um, Steve, Steve, I know. 
but it's only going up. It's just one of those cards that's always going to see play. I use it in a three colored list and I still find it to be valuable. And there are infinite mana strategies you can manipulate with this Priest of Titania. Um, so if you want to go that route, it's not necessarily something you're aiming for, you're just using it for value. And it is very valuable. Um, there are alternatives though, like Fibro Elder is very potent. He is one CMC more, but he does have more tricks up his sleeve if you're in a four to five color list. Um, I think anywhere between three to five colors, you might be considering Bloom Tender for ramp. You should yeah. heavily consider. Yeah. If you're yes, playing you three or more, you should be considering. Yeah, I really don't think it's worth 60 bucks. Or I don't either. I think only going up. I don't care. I can't describe. I can't. It's not the sub list. This might. This will be reprinted eventually. I think this card is worth 10 bucks. Hot take. That's a really hot take. It's a really hot take because it depends on your board. If you don't have a board, this card is basically a you know what else. Yeah, it's true. That's it. Yeah. Like the the floor for it's super low. It is. It's a two mana. You know what else? But the ceiling is so high. The you know ceiling how is I super love high. high ceilings. I really do. Vaulted. I always talk about that for Cube. It's always like I play high ceiling decks always. I'll love to draft that. And Bloom Tender is fantastic. Sixty dollars. I don't think it's worth no, it. No. I would wait on that one. Mm -hmm. I mean, I bought it for forty-five. I think it's one of those cards that you know when you need it and you're gonna wish you had a copy before yes. it went up. So if you can find a copy like I did in that $40 region, I think it's fair, despite its inherent worth honestly being much less. Uh, I don't feel like I overpaid though. Um, but again, there are other cards you should probably buy first. This is one of them. Uh, Carpet of Flowers. It's oh, averaging around 27 after recent spikes. Yes. $27. Yes. It is finally getting evaluated correctly. Price correction. Particularly Price correction. for Commander, because you will always see a blue player at the table there's i can't think it's of the last time i sat down see. and it's did hard. not see a blue player because it's always going to be that supplemental color it's it's the top supplemental color next to um, black it really depends on if you need those tutors you're going to supplement your list with black but it really depends on the commanders too and most really powerful or potent commanders include blue and that is to you know spread out into partners as well thrasios is really good um he's sort of like the core partner commander there's so many builds around him and and mm -hmm. um timna as well but carpet is very good it's, well, that's what i'm getting at you also play uh, with us a lot and we both love yeah. blue yeah so and he's gonna I, go out anytime there's gonna be a blue commander player i get so always. mad when i see this card okay, when i play mono blue and i try to troll it and i'll just like throw down a fetch just to be like i'm not gonna crack that just yet just yeah. like starve yeah. you off a little bit of mana. doesn't matter it, next turn you're gonna cool. get it it's, it's just it's so good wow. it's either you or someone else yeah this card is very very good it's vicious yep. at 27 dollars. instant include into i bought two copies and i think the last one i bought was around 10. Yeah, it did recently spiked up the price correction. Yeah. I this, think it's still worth it. This card feels good to cast it turn 0, turn 1, turn 15, or turn 99. Yeah, it's never it will bad. always feel good to cast a Carpet of Flowers because it says during one of your main phase. So, main phase 1, cast it, main phase 2, add mana. Wow. Yeah. This yeah. card is, for its effect, I don't think it's balanced. No. I think this card is so busted, it's, it's not so even fun. Oh, it's, it it's vicious in Savala too. Like, if I turn one that, I can play my any, dork out on the next turn. Any deck that plays green yeah. should play this. Exactly, yes. especially because Any it's... deck that plays green should play this. If you're playing green, you're not playing this. Yeah. You're doing something wrong. Yeah, it's so adaptable because it is only one CMC at, at green. Um, It's fantastic. The next one we want to talk about Prepare is... Prepare your mental mister, boys. <laughs> is an interesting nice. one because it has received a recent hike. And that card is Reap. So it's essentially mm. regrowth 
and you likely know why. Um, it was mentioned on Command Zone recently. It is a really good card, uh, but it's nice to know that there are people in our little social sphere that have that kind of power to sway the masses. Is Reap at $8 on average uh, worth it from where it was averaging around $2? So it's quadrupled in value. At $8, is, is Reap worth it? What's funny is I don't find it to be a core card. No, it's um, medical. It's, it's a meta call for sure. Things like this, compost, anything that situation. Carpet flowers, though. It's a, any meta. <laughs> this, you're not always going to see black permanents on the field. That's, that's where something like compost to me should be of more value. What are your black permanents? You got Notion Thief, you got Dark Confidant. Necro. Necro Death Rite Shaman. Death Rite Shaman. Any general that plays black. Any general. Timna, yeah. Sir, Kes. So, like, so what is the threshold for this to be valuable? You, you just need one, really. Just one. But, just one, it's a regret. But you think the, uh, let's just say there's 10 permanents that are, have frequency in competitive commander, would you find yourself, should you use this over a regrowth effect, over noxious revival? If you're playing over... against a lot of black, I would heavily consider this. Re a lot of and compost, yeah. both of those. Yeah. Because they will at least give you one or two cards each. Mm -hmm. And if you can reap for two cards, that's it, you're done. That's great. It's good. Yeah. It got all the value. But if you get like one, 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 it's like... $8, I don't think so. It's not worth it. I $8. think it's like $2, $3. Bucks. $2, it's $3. Like it is a $2 card. or $3 card Mostly for me. because it's so... This is pure inflation from... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so situational. People need to play black permanents, and we don't have a lot of permanents, black permanents in play. Normally yeah. what we do is spells, like Drowning the Lock, Lindos, Adnos, To be fair, when you, when you do get your Necropotence, and when you do get your Notion Thief, like, you just, like... Bust you're the format right, wide open. You're yeah. rolling right now anyway. So it's, yeah, like what are you going to do? With you don't your see those too early. What are you recovering? Yeah. It is instant though. So Fatal push for the Notion Thief. <laughs> so uh, I think it's instant. Um, I do want to take a quick aside. You should buy Compost. If you wanted to own a card that has value, you should own Compost. Because all the black cards, just based off the list we've formed here of cards we frequently see, uh, compost is going to see a lot of play. Mm -hmm. um, I just purchased a compost uh, before we shot this video because I'm like, I want to own one of these cards. So I don't own it. I got a blizzard for two bucks. I think it's mm -hmm. very underplayed. With this art. No, very wait, yeah, underplayed. And I still think it's it's pretty good. With the, uh, it's pretty good. Ursus, you got all your tutors. You got a lot of things that this is going to trigger off of. Um, I don't think it's a staple. But I think it's a very good card to look into. It's, especially if you're mono green. Like you were discussing this for yeah, Savala. I, so. I think even right now, I will probably say it's becoming a staple. No. It's slowly become a staple because there's more people playing black. Guess why? Not it's a staple. Not. It's a good card. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good card. It's a good card. Not it's a staple, but it's not a yeah, staple. It's not a staple yet. Not like Carpet of Flowers is. Oh no! Like that, that, that would never happen. Carpet of Flowers yeah. is probably the best green card you can play. Mm -hmm. Next to... It's Sylvan Library. Oh, exactly. Okay. That's my second yes. card. So this is a pretty crazy little card. It's fluctuating around $36 on average, and there's been a few prints of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I own a Commander Arsenal one, and I own a, a revised version of it, like an earlier version, uh, different art. Yeah. I have no regrets owning either of those. I think I spent around $30 on, on the, the Arsenal one recently. Worth the price and then some. This is yes. a fantastic yes. card. Yes. 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 Yeah, there's uh, no reason you shouldn't be running this. It's phenomenal. I think it's two CMC. Uh, again, you get to draw two additional cards after your first draw on your turn, and then you get to you can put as many of those as you want back of the additional ones. You just pay for life. It's on each the screen. Chance. Guess what? Doing a brainstorm each turn for free is pretty good. <laughs> and you can choose not to do it because if people yeah. are playing Notion Thief, that will screw you over, or Narset, mm -hmm. that will screw you over. So you can choose like, you know what? 
this turn, I'm gonna skip on this yeah. until that thing is goes away. But that knowledge too is potent because if you see what your next two cards are and you have a fetch, and then the next turn goes comes around, you're like, I don't need any of these now. Yeah, the brainstorm well, special. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah, you should buy Sylvan Library at thirty if you can find it around thirty. Oh yeah, it's still worth it at that time. Yes, totally. that's totally, but still worth it. It's, it's so, so good. I think it's um. I would say it's undervalued because there are some cards that, like Dark Confidant at, at fifty, uh, Sylvan Library at thirty six, like they should be. Equal it's value. all formats objective. Bob is is bumped by other formats mm -hmm, like yeah. mm -hmm. Sylvan Library. Pick it up. Yes, it's a very staple. good deal. Yes, yes. It's a commander staple. Heavily, heavily recommend pick this card up. My my favorite in green. Uh, yes, personally, yeah. I, I love it a lot. It fluctuates. Carbon Flowers is fantastic, but Sylvan Library is never dead. No, no, no. It's always good. Again, it's the same thing with Couple of Flowers. It feels good to cast it turn one, mm -hmm. three, fifteen, or ninety-nine. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter when you cast it, it will always feel good. Uh, the next card we want to talk Not about. Not turn ninety-nine though, because you lose the game. <laughs> to time. You got yeah. nothing you got no deck left. Yeah. Time twister. Ah uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't afford that. One of your rich friends played Time Twister. <laughs> so, Alex. Yeah, right. Thank you. He's got two. He's Best. got three. You can does he? Well, I get to borrow he's, one. He's play, he's playing from very old days. <laughs> yeah, um yeah, he, he bought Also mnemonic betrayal, so you can time twister the when it's in the radio. Great. So great. 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 Uh next green card we want to talk about. It's fantastic, it's certainly a staple. Veil of Summer. It's used in a lot of different formats, but for Commander, yeah. it's five on average. Get me out! Get me out! Totally, <laughs> totally worth it. Um, I pulled one, and I have it still. It's not common, and it's, we have seen such a crazy price increase because multiple so formats. It's it's banned in. Uh, it's banned by new. I'm, good. I'm guessing it's gonna be banned tomorrow in the for Legacy or something. We'll Legacy. See, but so I mean, maybe it's wait. broken to see so like crazy. It's, it's still like four card. bucks. It's not expensive. Here's the thing. Yeah, it's it's really not expensive for a card that makes your stuff uncounterable, gives you and your permanence hexproof, uh, cantrips. I mean, they just they just it's wrote a list of things they wanted to see a green card do, and they then put it on one card. So much. I think during our review, I said even if it was one generic and one green, I would still play it. Yes. And it's one green, and it's super good for one green and one. And I you draw a card too. You do draw a card if a blue or black spell was played. It's this like, turn. it is like the perfect spell for green. Yes, it is so yes. good. Yes, and yes. The, and out and uncommon though for five dollars. Multicolored though, like you, you can see this run in any list. I, I think it's a staple. You know what would be a fair like mana cost for this? Green green. Yeah. Green green would be fair. And then it would see less. It would be still good in green. It, it would still be yeah. really good. But it wouldn't go be down. so widespread. Like because no. you see it in lists that are four or five colors. Because it's just so damn good. Because it's one mana and yeah. basically win the game. Because if yeah. you do Bell of Summer, it's basically like Silence. It's, it's, a, it's, it's kind of Silence. It's kind of better than Silence. Mm -hmm. And in certain, certain scenarios, because yeah. it draws on its own. Oh, it's, it's so busted. Especially in tandem it's, with a top deck tutor. Dude, like, if you know dude, you're going to get some recoil, just be like, let me just do this really quick. Let me vamp and I'm going to do this. It's one mana Cryptic Common. Yeah. Can be. And Cryptic Common is amazing card. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is even better. This is crazy. That card is crazy. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Get a foil. I don't care. That thing's gonna go up. <laughs> so as I mentioned, we're not gonna go over any lands in this video. We've covered a lot already. But these are core artifacts you should have in your arsenal. And I'll leave a list of all these things down below in case you want to have a thing to cross-reference uh, as you're going about adding to your collection. But there's a lot of cards here that you should definitely own. And I hate to say it, but artifacts are sort of the backbone of a lot of commander lists, even if it's just a, a handful of artifacts, like a monocrypt, and a mono vault, and a, yeah. 
Oh, four, four, four. So the first card we want to talk about is Arcane Signet here. It's averaging around $7. It came down from a very high price. 20 bucks. When those, yeah, when those Brawl sets came out initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Insane. There was high demand, uh, low supply. That's what was happening. And People now had to crack those decks for that, yeah. This is notable because it's going low in price. It's going down. Obviously, it's a third of the original price. Maybe it will go down even lower, but since it's a basically staple in every single deck, because mm-hmm. every single deck wants to play this, or at least 90 plus percent of decks, because some decks run Null Rod and they can't play this, but aside from that, this is probably a really good pickup right now if you really need it. Yes. Because let's, let's be real, like in Shumanic uh, Artifacts, it's probably one of the best, if not the best. Like mm-hmm. a Grim Monolith, but not every deck runs Grim Monolith. Every deck will jam Signet. Yeah. It's great. Yep. Most every. Most every. I'm not too high on two CMC artifacts uh, ramp, but uh, Arcane Signet is one of the best. It's undeniably good. Do you play? I, I prefer... In all your decks? No. I run Mindstone and Tashar because I can loop Mindstone yep. okay. to draw the deck. Yeah. It's probably the only one. But the CMC uh, averages 1.6 there. Yeah, you don't so really need white and Tashar anyway. It's really weird. And you can loot Grim Monolith, so I mm. I run Grim Monolith and Tashar, sure. but I don't run the top of your of your curve is Tashar. That's it. And KCI. And KCI. That's it. Yeah. You don't really need ramp. No, but none of my lists I've ever constructed with uh, Arcane Signet. I, the most I ever go is for maybe like this, or or it sort of replaced Felwar Stone in a lot of instances for people, and then Mindstone because oh, yeah. the draw, the ability to draw is really crucial, especially mm-hmm. late game. And in most instances, you can get away with the generic mana. But you're absolutely right. I think it is a staple. Yeah. Um, and that's why mm-hmm. everyone's using it. That's why it's Again, I, when I it think came this out. will might go down a bit even more because more printings. Mm-hmm. Probably down to five bucks. If this is a year but commander. Yeah, but, I can yeah. see that. But I think that this card will go up eventually once Throne is stopped being printed. It will probably go and adjust itself to probably like 10 bucks. And you think 10 is a fair average? I think so, so yeah. It's a great card. Yeah. Okay. I'll probably um, pick up a one or two. I'll pick one up now. What yeah. kills me is that I was buying these right around twenty dollars, and I wish I bought more copies. I try to have at least four copies of every one card that I find essential, and this is one of them. Chrome Mox. Uh, I think I own three right now. They're fifty dollars. I can't average. believe the price when we were looking this up. They're fifty dollars and on the rise, on the rise too. So Nothing. Chrome Mox is such a value card. It is mm-hmm. a very. It is one of the fast mana essentials for any yep. package. Yes. Not every list is going to run this, but sometimes you can't afford to exile a thing, or if you're in a multicolored list to where maybe that's really not the color fixing you need. It kind of sucks. If you have dual colored cards, though, it gets extra value. It's it's very good. Um, at fifty dollars, though, that is a hard sell, particularly for for someone like me who's looking at buying that fourth copy that I need. But it's so good. It's so good, but I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think this price... I think this is still inflated price right now. You think... What do you think is a fair price for this? It was. I, I think like 30, 40 bucks. Like, Wait, what? Yeah. I saw it for 15 and I thought 15 was fine. You got that for 15? Yeah. I was wow. wow. well, for 10, I think, but, was, but way back in the day. Last one I bought was the Eternal Masters version. I almost bought a foil for like 450. And then I wound up buying, because I'm like, I don't need it to be foil. I wound up buying a couple copies. I think I had three copies in Eternal Masters. And they were all averaging around 20 to 25. I'm shocked at the price right now. $50, yeah, I'm like. I don't think it's worth $50. I don't think it's worth $50. There are other things to buy first, but it is undeniably essential to the yes. CDH package. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I can't be wait. argued. Wait, 
Because it's not reserved or anything like that. No, this one we recommended, for sure. Yeah, there are other $50 cards on average that we've mentioned that you should definitely buy first. Should be maybe yeah. bottom of the Money barrel. for gameplay. <laughs> this does not give you the $50 No, but if you're sword. running like a fast list, like if you're playing Savala, or you're playing a commander that's trying to go off on turn two or three consistently, this is going to up your consistency, and it's one of those cards yeah. you, should, you should own. So it's hard for me to say you shouldn't buy this. It really depends on what deck you're building, but... If you know you're building a fast commander that's trying to win, um, average win, that's even more turn two or three, because yeah. Of that, yes. yeah. then maybe 50 is, is fair, and you should get it now. But again, it could go down. Hopefully there's a reprint this year. We'll see. The next one I want to mention, there's actually two... Um, there are two stacks elements in artifacts that we want to discuss, and they're very similar to one another. Uh, this one's Cursed Totem. So it's on the rise. It's eleven dollars average. This stops. This is like Linvala, but it's symmetrical. So it stops everyone's creatures Wait, from activating. Eleven bucks. Eleven bucks. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was even cheaper. I remember these things were like six or seven dollars. I think this is good. Dude, this is a good trend of price correction this, for this card. This is a really good card, and this should be picked up. Yeah. Especially as we discussed before, the meta right now is creature heavy, with green and stuff like that. This destroys people. Yeah. Yeah. This stops decks from playing. If you can play Curse Totem in your list, you should definitely be jam yes, it. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Especially uh, spell heavy decks or just creature, super creature light heavy decks. Yeah. You need this. This yeah. is so good. I know a lot so of freaking good. Um, the CDH creators and uh, content creators have been advocating for this card, and I think it's uh, insanely good. Well, if it's, it really it's funny is. because it doesn't, again, it's yeah. one of those things that doesn't stop mana abilities. It's two CMC. It's easy to jam into your list. What do you mean? It stops mana abilities. That's what I'm saying. It, I'm sorry, it does stop mana abilities. It, it doesn't... Oh, like, no, it just, like, uh, it just removes text from creatures. Yeah. Just vanilla, basically. Yeah. I was thinking of like Rurik, uh, Rick Armasaur or something oh, like Armasaur, that, yeah. that guy. But or, it's very circle also. They also. Yeah, I hate the, the ones that are like, when you activate it, um, if it isn't a mana ability, and it's like, wow, you just restricted the value so hard here. The Cursed Totems just strict value. Yeah. If, of course, it would be very good if, if you Armasaur. tap a land and tap a... Yeah, but it's like, it just never hits enough. It's such a valueless card. You could have condensed the number of things that needed to activate. Hey, you're talking about, we're talking about uh, Armasaur? Armasaur. Armasaur. Why are we talking about that card? Because I'm just thinking dude, along the lines draw, of the facts that You can draw from have. fetches. Yeah. Even if you get one, that's I enough. I don't care about that card. That's double green. That's I'm talking true. Curse that's Totem, true. generic, run it. So yes. good. Yes. Worth $10 yes. and yes. then some. Yes. It's probably 15 20 in this meta. If the meta changes to something more artifact heavy, obviously this loses value, of course. Yeah. But do you think the effect itself is worth oh, yeah. 20 oh, at yeah. least? Yeah. Dude, okay. we were talking about Limbala. And this is this is worse. Mm -hmm. So a card that's not going to see use in everyone's list, but is certainly of value, is Grim Monolith. Now, what's crazy about Monolith oh, is it fluctuates, but currently it's fluctuating around uh, 135 average. It's increased. Mind you, it's there have been gold bordered versions of this card. If you want to play with it in your play group and they don't mind proxies or gold borders, buy gold board. I own a few mm -hmm. gold borders as well, um, but I own one copy of this card. And it's again, it's right around $135. I spent, I think, 80 when I bought one. And if you can see the graph, the, the trend is going up, then down, it's up, then down, then go even higher, and then go up. And now it's starting to go up, so yeah. it probably go even this is, higher. This is sort of a low point right now, I hate to say it. At 135 average, Grim Monolith is one of those cards that you're going to use in maybe 75% of your list. Yeah. There's only so many lists that mm -hmm. don't want this kind of ramp. Yeah, I mean, this is a card, just one card that goes infinite with Scepter for colorless mana. Um, colorless. Yeah. Scepter? 
Yeah. yeah. If you're on like a, a ice dramatic reversal, reversal ice cream scepter, you just need this rock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, just yeah. need this yeah. rock. Fair, Only fair, this fair, rock. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, yeah. and I mean the meta shifted away from scepter. We know that. There's yeah. better combos now. <laughs> Demonic. I mean, but like yeah, a, a plus B. Is this, is this card worth it? I mean, it's so good for what yes. it does, but not every deck needs it. No, no. it says uh, Patrick said seventy five percent of the decks yeah. that once you play it, play it. And I will say in those decks, this is so good. This is really good. Yeah. Say, my example is in Jovera, because that's the the deck I have more experience with Green Monolith. Yes. It's so good. Yeah, Narmez. It just like it just with any cost reducer and the Warsaw when you win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. I think the scepter lines are great for it. I think Goto loves it. I think anyone who needs ramp and fast mana in artifacts is gonna love this. Especially if you can manipulate artifacts in your grave, you're gonna love it. Yeah. Yeah. Key thing for sub list. Yes, and I'm disappointed by the price. That's the big But I'm point. not surprised by the price. Yeah. You think I'm it's really not. fair no. where it is? No. I don't think it's fair, but I think I mean, it might be eighty dollars at, at the at the high end. I'm not for me. shocked. I didn't want to spend more that than that and then I got right where I wanted it. If this wasn't where on the sub list, I will say it will be worth 40 50 bucks if it wasn't reserved if it wasn't yeah reserved. yeah it would be 40 50 and i'm being like way too much money this is I a rock say like down. this is a rock to own but i would i would own the next one oh there's a couple way before there are a couple you should buy before it um the next one we want to discuss is uh 100 110% essential for any cdh deck it because it's every single one. No, Max, I'm not talking about. We're Mon talking about Mana Crypt. Crypt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Soul Ring's bigger brother. You you need this card. It's $200 average market price right now. It's been increasing, and I still think it's worth it. I really do. I what? really This is the one card that will upgrade your game so much. Yep. Yes, yes. It, 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 it's such a game changer when you have it in your hand and when you don't have it. Doing, in my experience, doing turn one Agila and doing turn three Agila, it's so big. Yeah. Mm. Even doing turn, turn three anything on turn one is crazy. Turn one yeah. single library. Let's go. I have four mana turn yeah, two. Even if Let's it's go. just that. Even if it's just that. And I've done that so many times. It's like, I'm going to change my game plan for this. Like, yeah. I, like, I, it... It informs your plays, it betters your plays, it helps you ramp your commander late game if it's been destroyed, uh, whatever the scenario. It's it's never bad, you always need it. It's very expensive for that reason, yes. and yes. even still, like until it hits the $300 mark, I still think it's fair. It's a card that it is really essential if you're building your arsenal of commander cards, because yeah. it can fit into any deck. Um, that being said, I think this is worth hundred bucks. That being said, yeah, it's it's a very good card. Hopefully, it gets more prints uh, or something to I, drive down the price. It's not a reserve list, so if yeah. you don't have a copy and if you're really desperate for it, sure, pull the trigger. But I will say wait unless you're really desperate. But this is the one card that you will buy that will upgrade your game so much. So, so much. much. I, it's I such a there's a huge difference between yes. owning this card yes. and not owning this card. Yes, I think it's top of the list. It is top of the list, list. Yeah. of cards to buy. Yeah, at any price. I hate to say it, uh, Mono Crypt is definitely top of the list for Most cards you should Most essential for CDH. Yeah. 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 Um, the next card we want to talk about is Mana Vault. This card is going up, surprisingly, mm -hmm. but it's about $30 on average for the 4th and 5th edition. Obviously, there's there are other printings of Mana Vault, and, um, and then the recent printing as well. That uh, It just came out in... Eternal Master Master? Ultimate... Uh, yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah it just got a new Masters. art, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe Ultimate the Master Master's set. But yeah, it's right around thirty dollars on average. It's 
fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's good. It's but um, not every list wants it. No. It's some lists. It's mostly leaning towards two, three colors or big mana decks mm. that I really wanted. If it's you can one. use it in tandem uh, as a combo piece, again, Tashar uses it. He would never replace it or not use it um, because he any any rock that goes mana positive is good in that particular strategy, right? Mm -hmm. um, but not every list is going to want to use this for sure. Again, there's another one of 75% list. I think you'd even be more stressed to find a list that doesn't use this. Like, I think above all, this is way better than Grim Monolith. I was gonna say, well, maybe, yeah. I was gonna say, maybe yeah. not on the same footing You'd as You'd always Monolith. find this card. This is like a format staple. This yes. is so amazing. You'll, you'll use this and more than it's worth Grim. the $30. Yeah, it's worth the $30. Is fair. Yeah. I this bought a, a crazy good card. Set. I think I bought a play set right around, this is a while ago, but I bought a play set I think for like 60. Huh? Of, of the revised fifth edition, fifth edition. Yeah, I remember getting one of these for like five bucks, but that was like <sighs> way when I started like the format and got it like most of the staple cards. Fast mana is how you upgrade your game, and yeah. this is yeah. a yeah. fantastic card. Yeah. I would own this. I don't think bucks. you're gonna see it dip anytime soon, so oh. I think thirty is fair, mm -hmm. and it's, it can certainly be added to your list of things to buy if you don't own it, even if you're not using it on a list where it's really yeah. beneficial. Again, depends on how aggressive Wizards want to be with reprinting. If in this year or next, if they have more, which they won't because they love money, they won't reprint things as aggressive. It just got reprinted. Like, can you imagine a solid. secret lair with all of the legal mocks? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. Well, That'd be not, well, I could see. I could actually see that. that well, not, not, not smoked diamond because Mox opal, Mox I diamond, think it's Mox, it is. Mox Amber, but they, they didn't stop him from reprinting it the first time. Because I have there's the stronghold, and, and then it was the, reserved from the vault, and then I have the from the vault version, which is true. Yeah. true. Speaking of um, Mox Diamond, they broke the rule once and it pissed off a lot of people. So it's very doubtful that they're going to reprint Mox Diamond. So Mox Diamonds, bear that in mind. But they have reprinted uh, reserved list they cards can. before. They won't. It's done. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. I own a Mox Diamond from from the Bolts. They're roughly the same as the Stronghold version, but they average around 280, and they're on the rise. And it's it's no. it's not. Too much money. I gotta tell you, um, like 90% of all lists are gonna want to run it, and it's only good 50% of the time. Yeah. How many times take. have you ran that card? It is card? a hot take. How many times have you ran that have card, I and you looked at me, and you're like. This feels like trash right now. It's got such a high ceiling. The more colors you play, the better it is. Yeah, but when we play our single color commanders, we're just oh, like, trash. oh, this is either Why? really good or like just like I wish I didn't have this. Yeah, I think I use it. I <laughs> even in even in okay. five colors, sometimes when I draw it and I don't have lands, I'm like, yeah, well, I have a dead card in my hand. Or to your top, it is not worth turn. the price. Oh my god, oh, no, not even close. No, 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 no. This will be 30, 40 bucks. I bought and it for I'm half the price. Super generous. A year and a half ago, and I still thought that was expensive for this card. I think I spent for my from the vault like one seventy five or something crazy. That's a lot of money anyway. I, it was a again, lot. Like, it was a I lot. will say that the floor for this card in price in money will be probably like twenty bucks, and the ceiling will be forty fifty, something along that range. It's if, a fact. If, it's if it will be, if it will be, it could be reprinted. I, I wish it could be, but at the end of the day, I don't think this is the first card you need to buy at all. No, no. I think if you're playing multiple colors, this no. obviously gets way better for every color you add. But um, if you're playing like single color list, this is like one of the last cards you'll ever need. Yeah, I don't want to contest the the reserve list here. I do think that a lot of its price point is based on it being reserved. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah, because yeah. I agree with you. I think yeah. it's certainly overvalued. Yes. Uh, in game and just price wise. 
It's it's not. We can go back to the few cards that can do this for zero mana. That's why we have the price. There's very few cards that can do this. I would not spend 280. I wouldn't even touch 200. It is a part of that zero mana suite. Yeah. Um, And the downside for this one is low. For having a basically a rainbow mod, it's really low. Because because you get you can have any mana just for discarding a land. Any mana. In mm. Chrome Mox, you have the restriction of being whatever you exile, that's the mana you get. This is anything. Yeah, it's rainbow. Yeah. It's really good. I really think this is probably the, the top four should be played in most decks. Cards. Uh, I would uh, argue, though, that you should definitely at least the... put your money towards Chrome Mox first. Because in most scenarios where you're going to play Chrome Mox in Mox Diamond, um, you're going to get the relevant color you need. Uh, there's very few instances where I've played Chrome Mox and I, I miss out on a color I needed. I would disagree with that. Because... Reserve list. Yeah. It's yeah. only, I only because I don't of that. care about reserve list right this now. This is super I overpriced. still think... I don't think this is trending up. You think It, it is trending up, but I don't think it's worth trending up. What do you value Chrome Mox or Mox Diamond? Mox many... Diamond? Mox Diamond? I bought it at 140 and I sold out that was expensive. Yeah. I, think yeah. I, I think I play Chrome I would not more touch than I play Mox Diamond. Though. Above 200 That's crazy. $280 for this? It is deck dependent, though. I agree with you. And I think that at 280 mm-hmm. it is um it is a steep climb uh by the monocrypt first yes by the monocrypt first 100 percent. but i think mox diamond should be money second. for gameplay monocrypt all the way you think yeah. of the artifacts we're discussing now that you would say monocrypt mox diamond in yes. terms of value yes if you were to buy it at because, any regardless of price because no 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 this is because of price okay reserve list reserve list makes it's a game changer and you really need to take care into consideration when you're buying cards this is going up, so it will it will not stop going up. That's rough. I don't think so. I think it's going to go down again. Sure, but then okay. it will go up again. But it won't go down much know. lower than this. I don't this. know about that. It's, I hate those we've seen I hate such, it so We're seeing much. such price fluctuation in one year. I, I think we're okay here. I really don't think you need to be running out and buying Mox Diamonds at $280. I think that's... It's too much. It's absurd. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, buy no. buy up everything no. else we've mentioned before that. Get your mana vault, get your chrome mocks. And, I don't know, man. Uh, I really think Mox Diamond is that good. Well, I mean, I bought mine because I knew the price would raise, and it has since I bought it. But uh, that's that's what I'm saying. But it was also a very good time to buy the From the Vault version because I love uh, Vulcan Vulcan's work uh, on that art. But yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a difficult buy. What's interesting though is the next card we're going to talk about is one that's actually taken a dive since Hang recently. On. Mox Diamond also because legacy. It's playing in lands. Sure. It's always it, it's, been it's an lands. argument. It's an argument to, that give, also gives it price. But has lands seen a rise in play? I feel like it's no, less, I think, no, less... it went down when it got Yeah, no, this is purely EDH, down. just like spiking this card up. And reserve list. Anyway, uh, you are saying the next card is and the um, final one. Yeah, well not the, the final. One. It's actually it's oh. near the final. Oh. But um it's a card that has decreased in value recently, um, because of a recent banning. Mm-hmm. Mox Opal. Oh, Rightfully yeah. so. Yes. Sixty dollar average and on the decline. Yes. Yeah, is now a good time. I bought mine for eight. Look, look to I... pick this up now. This I will wait. Still even more? I will wait, yeah. What do you okay. think? Forty bucks for this card? Yeah. I mean, uh, I want to buy that mask. Not every not every list can run this. You know that mask is going to dip a lot. It has dipped a lot. Well, yeah, because it was by Modern, yeah. and Modern was the best place to play it. Right now, mm-hmm. why? How many lists are really operating with this? That's also the thing, yeah. what he was saying. Like, how many lists do you actually play? Like, you need an Artifact Matters deck. Yeah. Yes. And it's all even like Stormy decks. I think the threshold is 18 Artifacts, 
though people run Mox Opal in... I've seen 14. It, it counts in, in decks with less. People just throw, I don't think that's correct, but no. people throw it in there. It counts yeah. itself, too. Unless your commander is also an artifact. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then there's that. Then I there's played two. in sent triplets only because of that. Because since they're an artifact, I just need Two. another That's pretty another cool. Role. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Oh, it's so damn good. Copy artifact or send triplets also. Yeah. Okay, look. Oh. It's, uh, <laughs> any, I remember um, that. That was not nice. Any mox aside from Tantalite is is generally worth it. And mox opal is yeah. going down. I think you probably can't afford to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. But keep your eye on it because you will need a mox opal at, at some point in the future. Eventually. And you're going to wish you had it at a good in price. price right now. Yeah. I think even if you picked it up now, it's fine. Yeah. It's a fantastic. I really think it will still going down, but yeah, I wouldn't I feel know. bad if I bought it at sixty and it dropped to forty at this point. If you need it, get it. Yeah, if you really, if you really need it, go go now. Yeah. But if not, you can wait. That's not no little rush. So the next card we want to talk about is that second stacks piece. In the last card we discussed today, um, it's been declining in price and does see a lot of play in Commander, and that's Null Rod. So Null it doesn't Rod, see enough play in Commander. It's twenty eight average. That's because the, the meta changed. It has. Made a it change has. to creatures, so as we said, curse totem should go up, no rod should go down. And, it's, and it is. Because that's the meta call. And you, it is. You don't play these cards in other formats. Not even in, in Legacy or, or Vintage. Well, so, no rod, yes, in Vintage because Moxon. But mm -hmm. aside from that, uh, if it's only for EDH, this makes sense that it's cheap. Yeah. And if, it makes sense that, uh, no, it doesn't make sense that curse totem is not going up. If you have various forms of ramp in your list and you can get away with playing this stacks piece to mm -hmm. shaft every other artifact's strategy, like any other artifact-based mana ramp, um, you're in a very good place slotting in Null Rod. And at 28 average, I think that's a fair price. I think the last time I bought one was mm -hmm. at one of these conventions we attended. I think I bought it for 22, that's which true. was a really great yeah. price for a near mint copy. Um, and I love that. I think anywhere between twenty and thirty dollars is fair game for this, and it looks like it's going to go down even further. So you can probably wait. But it is a fantastic stack. Someone. This and is a card you build around, and it's very fun, and it's criminally underused. Mm -hmm. And I still think you're 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 playing the top four, top five artifacts in every list that you've seen. So many decks use fast mana. So many decks, and Nolrod is very good against that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at look at Collector Oof. Collector Oof is so delicious. Oh, dude, you're think, telling me? Dude, it's so I think the biggest good. thing that yeah. shuts off that's a common win con in Stormlist at least is going to be either Flux Reservoir. Um, but so far as artifacts outside of the fast mana game, I'm trying to think of how many valuable artifacts it does shut down. If you need to be could leverage this game to turn off other people's fast mana and it doesn't really affect yours, like run this yeah. card. That's, that's, that's very good. Since, if you can break party. Top is common. Yeah, exactly. Once, once you can break party with Nurrod and the Curse Totem, it's rough. Mm -hmm. For the people that had to suffer through it, same thing with Blood Moon. If they got to get under Blood Moon, they're done. Mm -hmm. Like, my decks, just done. This will mitigate those early turns where they exploded forward. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely an easy way to stop. I it. would pick this card up if you can if you can utilize it. This mm -hmm. is a fair price for this card. Yes, yeah. this is cheap, I will say. So gang, that is it for our roundup on what we believe in Wooburg and Artifact you should own in your CEDH arsenal. There's a lot of cards that we discussed about today. Obviously, this was recorded, and I'll, I'll just state now, March 8th of 2020. So these prices are going to fluctuate even more. Mm -hmm. As of right now, hopefully nothing crazy happens in the near future. Um, these prices are fair, so our assessment is going to be along those same lines. 
but hopefully you can use this as a guide to constructing and buying the right cards for your next list. And again, if you want to do that, I would definitely recommend using TCG Player. It's going to have the fairest prices across the board. Maybe wait for a sale, 8% kickback, 10% kickback, and then buy through the link down below because you'll be helping the channel. Um, other than that, guys, if you want to talk with us about any of these cards or about future brew wars or deck techs, go ahead and visit us on Twitter, Instagram, or Discord, particularly Discord, and even in the comment section. I love Discord. Yeah, even in the comment section here. But yeah, gang, that's it. Any other <laughs> final thoughts on this? What, what's the, what is the one card you would say to go out and buy now Didi. from this list? Didi. Demonic Tutor? Yeah, Didi. Okay. Wow, you don't think so. I like Gilded Drake. Woo! Gilded Drake is also, oh yeah. It's our boy. It's our Drakey boy. It's such a format. I'm a green card. boy. So and I think that Sylvan so Library is, is pretty undervalued. And I would say buy Sylvan Undervalued? Library. It's good. So good. It's always good. I think it's people are good. finally recognizing how good Gilded Drake is. That too. It's stupid, yeah. especially in Commander. Yeah. Because you're oh, always yeah. going to find oh, a creature oh, yeah. to switch oh, yeah. it out with. <laughs> well, <laughs> you play a general. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. one, one blue and colorless. Please oh. give me. Thank you. So yeah. gross. Those three. Those are what we recommend. Not a white card for me, surprisingly. There's nothing on the list we mentioned that I think oh, we red. should buy. Or red. I like green. Green's the first deck I discussed here. Actually, as a matter it's of fact. my favorite color in Magic. You think so? Yeah. So oh, favorite color? Yeah. Oh, teaser. Yeah. So guys, the next video, yeah. topical video we're going to be right. is I the best right. color in Magic. So look out mm, for that. That's a spicy one. Again, my name is Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Hi. That was I'm pretty bad. That was pretty bad. I'm and this was just a normal seg that we do when we're trying to play games, that we hang out and wait for the next I thought you were going to say thank you next for the time, Happy Babies, and just end it there. No, no. I didn't no. think you wanted us to talk about who we yeah, are again. Say it. You uh, don't know this is going to be an intro, right? No? No. I don't add this in, unless it's Brew Wars. Yeah, my, uh, name, my name is Justin Rodriguez, and I hope to see you soon. Yeah. Hit us up on Discord. Happy Brewing Babies. Happy Brewing Babies. <laughs>